Punters and dribblers, welcome back to another episode of All Talk. Um, got another horny guest in the studio. Um, rugby league player of some note. Sexiest man in rugby league, not called Ruben Garrick. Um, really fuckable guy. Really fuckable. Honestly, it was hard. It was like distracting yep. to sit across from him. Distractingly gorgeous. Let's turn the fans on. Obviously, the temperature of the room raised significantly because of the heat he exudes. That's right, Tom. Um, but a great player, a good man. Well, sounds actually like I'm talking him down if I say a great player, good man. No, he's a great man. Great player, great man, and now official friend of the show. Good Dubbo stock. Good Dubbo good stock. Good stock. Just a terrific young man, really, Tom, I think, yeah. at the end of the day. A real gentleman, a real scholar. And a good yarner. And a good yarner. And he likes to have a bit of fun, a bit cheeky. Cheeky little yarner. That's right. The one and only Connor Watson. Let's get into it. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Have you had any big sessions here? Grand final night was a yeah. session, but I chuffed off before you guys. Like, you sat here and just drank until the early hours. I yeah. was like... Five o'clock. Like, when, we, when I left, I was I like, oh, that. this thing's petering out. And that was at, like, one. It, but it didn't... It, did, it petered out. Like, it was just a slow peter. Real slow. Really slow. The slowest. Yeah. And were you the last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's often the last. Yeah, one. that was about yeah. to say. Is that yeah. no Eddie's? Occurrence? It's common. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like going home. <laughs> it's probably, one the, of it's my, probably the Dubbo in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the Dubbo in him. Well, you got Dubbo in you too, bro. Yeah, I do. I so do. you are you a are you a last one to leave? Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get myself in trouble. Here. When I, I'll say when I was single, I probably wasn't the last one to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no I know what you sense. mean. No, no, yeah. that makes sense. I just had to wrap my mind around that yeah. for to try and work out. Yeah. No, but you haven't sense. gone to sleep. Nah, like, <laughs> I've just left. Yeah, you just, just left. left. The boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah what a life. But now that now that you're, you're shacked up, you're do, you, up. Yeah. do you stay around? I think that's where my true colours have come out. Yeah. That's where the dubbo in me's come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I've been shacked out for ages too, so. Yeah. You get a burr, you know, someone to go home to. I used to, again... It's, I mean, we're less than a minute into the podcast and I'm going to bring up the fact that I have kids now, but I have to go home <laughs> earlier because of that, you know? Like, that's a, a responsibility. Well, you don't have to. It just, you just makes your life easier the next day. If you yes, it, exactly. Because I'm... No one's forcing you to anything. Well, my wife kind of yeah. yeah, yeah, she's kind and of And you get no sympathy from her. Fuck no, what am I going to do? Oh, yeah, sorry, I got belted last night and now I have to look after the children. And it's not about my children. Look, I mean, I feel like they're going to one day be like, you spoke about us too much on the podcast, so let's... You know, let's let them give them some space. <laughs> but it, it is good to be sat again, sat a, alongside, opposite. You know, a kid born in Dubbo Base Hospital. I Thank like you. that. Oh, yeah. you say same hospital? Yeah. Well, there's only one. Oh, is there's there only, only one? one? Yeah. When we were born, there was only one. I think. And it was pretty much a shack. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's come a long way. Yeah, I know. It's I come a long way. Long ago, yeah. from the tin shed days of. Yeah, it was basically like a shearing shed. Now it's you know. Looks like a hospital now. Yeah, well, so it's you, exciting you, time. You, when we drove through, actually, you were like, this "Well, it's on the way to the golf course, the, uh, the, the race, race track, the race track." I seen that. Did you see the sign? I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's something to strive for. You know, a boyhood yeah. dream. Mm. Yeah, is well, how I put it. I mean, obviously, I'm not it's a double local, but it's certainly one of my prouder moments having that sign up, like in the Hello Sport history. Yeah. And I like, I like the fits too. 
You like that? Yeah, yeah the that suits were good. Shout out to Tarakash. <laughs> we went and got, we went and we were just like to this guy because we knew we had to do the photo shoot to like get it all done. And it was last minute, like everything we fucking do. So we're in there and we're asking, and I'm like, dude, I need like a really oversized suit. And he was sort of confused. And then I'm, Eddie's like, I need the tightest pants you've got and like a stupid floral shirt, all this shit. So like he he eventually he got that we were trying to look stupid, mm. but at the end of it he was like, "But seriously, like I know you guys are like just like having a bit of fun, but like I actually think you guys look really good." And we were like, "Bro, you've already made the sale. Like it's okay." The transaction's gone through. Yeah, you don't you got need your to commission. Lie to us. We look it's fucking ridiculous. It's f- like I I was in a twenty. I think I was in a twenty eight pan or a twenty six. Like beyond tight. They were basically painted onto my legs, and he's, <laughs> and he's sitting there going, "You look fabulous." <laughs> like no, I don't, mate. And if you think that. Yeah. Like, then you're working in the right place. Well, he is actually. That's a good point. He is a good point, yeah. Yep. There is something powerful about wearing a big suit, though, don't you think? <laughs> well, like, there, I think the suit, yes and no, because this suit was so big and I felt like dwarf. Like, I actually felt, I don't know, you know, like when you wear a suit, you kind of want to look good. So when you like a, a acutely aware of how ridiculous you do look, like walking around the Dubbo racetrack past like the dudes mowing the lawns and shit, as well, like taking photos, and it's like, I think I, I feel silly. I think for me, when I was like riding you and and smacking your ass on the de- way down the straight, as the guys just driving past us on the mower, it would have been like. Who the fuck are these yeah. cats? And it's like, what'd you up to today? Well, listen, it was a weird one. It was a weird one. Went to Dubbo. He was getting spank, spanking me. <laughs> were they, was it a race day when you were there? No, so we did it. We were meant to go to the race day, but we had to do something. We were doing the budgie smuggler, what's it called? Or most ordinary rig oh, yeah. the same day. So we were like, we just went down there and like unveiled the sign. There was no one there. It was just us. And we just un- filmed the unveiling. You know, fucking dumb suits, but we're going to go back. Like, we got a we got a race named after us on the day, on like their Derby Day. So yeah, Derby Day. You know, Derby Day is like the big day yeah. in Dubbo. So it would have been nice to be there. Yeah. Like, it would have been nice to have a marquee, get some dribblers down there, mates. It would have been hilarious. But because we're so unorganized, this was very last minute. Yeah. Incredibly last minute. The sign went up like that week. And we were double booked. Unfortunately, we couldn't go. But we want to do an actual race day up there. Like we also, we also want to, like, eventually the dream is to buy every single sponsorship on the straight and just have, like... Have, like, one of our sayings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All different shit along. Surround it. yourself with goers and you two shall go. Like, the whole thing. You're just watching Sky Racing going, what the fuck does that say? <laughs> and also, what does it mean? Like, what did... Well, it's up to, you know... Well, it's, it's your own truth, Tom. Yeah, it's no, your it own is. truth. Um... Thanks for coming in. Obviously, how's it all? How's it going? You're in preseason. You, where, how much time do you have off? So you're back now training, but you were off. You were gallivanting. Did you have a little gallivant? Yeah, I had a pretty good trip to be honest. Did Bali? Uh, of course, early. of course. You, that's, that's like a, the, the pilgrimage for the rugby league player. It's right? Classic. Yeah. You, can, you can't do it off season without doing a Bali. No, trip. exactly right. Yeah, so I did that. Getting any? Was there like any? Uh, like you know. Blues at a what was it? What's the name of that? Like, isn't there like a really popular bar? Uh, where Dave Fafita Fe- Fe- getting a punch was on? Was it at the? Is that where was? where um or Mexicola? Dave Fafita like and or, I don't think it was. I don't think it was so, at so Mexico. It wasn't Hotel Mexicola. Don't it? Did you go to Hotel Mexicola? Of course. It's yeah. up on the tables, bro. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they start the you know the salsa line. I've you know been. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like a Congo Have line. Everyone. I've been to Thailand. I got violently sick, and I've never gone back. Or is that Bali? You've been to Bali. But you went to Bali and you wore jeans out to Kuda anyway. We've been over a minute. Really? Well, I got dumped like fucking two weeks before I was meant to go. And I was very like, 
Again, I apologise to the people who've heard this. My <laughs> missus dumped me two weeks before I was meant to go on holidays with him and his missus and other missus. And then, so I was like, she's like, we can still go. I'm like, the last thing I'm going to do is go on a holiday mm. with you after you dump me. So like maybe a month later, I went with a friend of mine and his family. And then we went out to Cuda and I was like, you know, yeah, it's super bad. Yep. You know, McLovin walks up in a, like a vest and like he looks like a complete fucking idiot. That was me like over... Th- I didn't know what to do. I had like a long shirt and pants and I was at Cooter. Was it, was it called Cooter? Cooter, yeah. Everyone else Everything was Everything and singlets. Footy shorts. Yeah, yeah. Well. And I'm sweating my cock off and my mate picked up a chick the second we walked in and I walked around by myself. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I went and sat on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bracey, you dog. Left me there. Anyway, your holiday. <laughs> Fuck yeah, me. Yeah. So who'd you go with? I went to Bali and I met... Some of the newy boys over there. So it was like Kalen, uh, Croaks, Texi, Rand, uh, Chris Randall, Jack Johns. I think it was Bradman. So I just had man. Yeah. That's Bradman goes, he rip in? Yeah, he, he's a good man. He um, got his whole leg tattooed. I saw that. It he went from a shinny to a leggy. Gnarly, yeah. Oh, he went leggy. Dude, he went like Andrew Fafita. Dude, it's yeah. fucking. It's better than Andrew Fafita's, dude. It looks like the most intricate. Did he get it done over there? Yeah, he got it done over there. Oh. It was like 14 hours in the chair. Get fucked. And then we went out this one night after. We're at dinner and like it was pulsating. His <laughs> leg was pulsating. It was, like, it was not sweet. And then we're about to go out. We're having dinner at this Mexican joint. And he's like, can we just go home? I need to get some new shorts. Because the shorts were like bloody ass. Oh. So he goes in. He grabs his Aussie schoolboys rugby league shorts because <laughs> the, he reckons they're the only pants that could fit over oh, his okay. leg. Yeah, but he was, they were baggy enough that it wasn't hurting his tattoo. And then, yeah, he came out with a stack With the Aussie schoolboys shorts on. And was just fully limping. And So yeah. did, but these, that seems like a kind of a stupid place. Have you got any tattoos? Yeah, I got a couple. I got one, but like... I think from my memory, you can't even get in the fucking water after you have them. Like you got to put cream on them and all that sort of stuff. Was he? It seems like on a holiday is not the ideal spot to do it, is it? Nah, and the, like because I was almost going to get a tattoo over there as well. Just mm. nothing as serious as that. Just not a, a leggy, yeah, just a little arm one, and yeah, that was why I didn't. But what he did was he just booked it for like the last three days of the holidays, right? Or last two days. I think he did like eight hours and then six hours. Over two days. Yeah. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> you should see the leg though. It's fucking. Yeah, is it's it like a, a bit of a, is it Picasso? Is it a Picasso? Almost? Sort or of. Tobler, drop it into the uh, YouTube when you. Tobler's not here. He's homesick, but he'll listen to this. Just drop in the photo of Bradman's leggy, please. It's mm. fucking good. Someone tagged us in the other day going, because we were, we were always talking about Bradman's shin tats. Shin tats generally, like Gutho's got shit. Have you got a shin tat? You got no, any? no shin tats. The shin tat's like the new thing, and it's also like. On the face of it, intimidating for mm-hmm. me personally. If I see a man with a shin tat, I'm like, he's probably going to kick me in the head if I if I misspeak. Yeah, like if you're play, if you're facing up and your opposite number's got a shinny, are you? Concerned? Are you like, oh fuck? Yeah, you're nervous. Hundred percent. Because they've come to play rugby league. Yeah, yeah. But then you see someone like Gutho, and I'm like, that belies his generally seeming like friendly nature. Where I'm like, I don't see Gutho as a shinny guy. No. But now he's got two of them. I'm like, well, fuck, maybe he would kick you in the head. <laughs> well, if he's got two, I think he, I think he almost certainly would. But, but then you see Bradman, who's got the leggy, and it's like, it's not just like a little bit. It's like full leg, dense tattoo. Yeah, goes up to the budgie smuggler line. That's also interesting as well. How did that, like that, how close to his fucking Johnson is it? Yeah, I think, I mean, an, an inch or two. 
Jesus. Not long. Not far. Not far. So you're right there, buddy. Oh, oh, that's unprofessional. Yeah, that's is. unprofessional. Uh, so, Bali, that's fun. You're with the boys. How long are you there for? Yeah, so we did nine. I did nine days. They did five. But they were already there, like, before before yeah. I got there. And because I wasn't going to go. And then we ended up getting knocked out. And I was, like, real filthy about losing. Mm-hmm. And just the way we went out. I was like, who'd like, you lose to again? South. 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 Oh, that was that the crazy game? Yeah. Yeah, right. It was like barely any footy played. Yeah. Come yeah, off, yeah. wasn't even tired. I was just. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Frustrated. Frustrated. And then, so when we finished, the boys, because uh, Kaylin and that were just like messaging me, come, like, we'll just come over now. So I ended up booking it uh, like half, sort of halfway through their trip. So I'm going to say half time of the game. This isn't going well. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going south. Yeah. Yeah, lost yeah. a man. This yeah, isn't going to yeah. work. This isn't fucking looking good. I'm just going to book it. Flights are cheap. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I, I got there on like day three of their trip, did four days with them, and then uh, the missus came over for like another four days, which was nice. That's nice. Really saved my opinion of Bali, to be honest. Yeah, 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 after yeah. Those, was that the first time you'd been? Nah, I'd been before, but after the four days, like I've just... Going flat stick. Yeah, debauchery with the fellas, you then get some time, like some R&R, and it's like, oh, let's see some nice things as opposed to just like... Stay in nice places, eat nice meals. Yeah, go, go out for dinner. Time, yeah. Yes. Don't yeah. go get a Nazi Goreng for two bucks down the road, but... <laughs> and then just session. Yes. You just shit yourself. Nice R&R. And then, did you, you were saying before, you did you go to New York? Yeah, and then after that, I come home for a bit, mm. and then went over to Hawaii. Love it. Was this so planned? Good. Or was it all just like, fuck it? The Hawaii trip was planned. So we did it with, you know, Tom Starling, that plays for yep, Canberra. Yep. Yeah. So like my family and his family were like best best friends. Our mum's the best friends. And Is then, he from Avoca? Yeah, he's from Avoca. Yeah, yeah. I think one of you stayed at the house. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So his house? Yeah, Tom Starling. On Airbnb. House. Was mm-hmm. that the one where we were wait, last year when we were Zooming? Or yep, was it a previous beach That one. Oh, there you go. That yeah. One, yeah. Was that the one where the cunts tried to come over to the house? Well, they were, like, they were like, can we come up? And I was like... <laughs> No. Who was it? It was probably some of Tommy's mates. <laughs> well, they said, they hit me up this year, like, are you coming back? And I'm like, oh, I am. And they're like, well, let's, I go, we'll meet up, at, we'll meet up down at the fucking surf club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're not like, coming Like, I'm not, house. you can't come around the house. <laughs> mum and dad are here. With mum and dad and my just like, you could, but. It'd be weird. It'd be a little mm. bit weird. Let's just go to the surf club. They've already teamed me up. They teamed me up fucking six months ago. So oh, there you go. Well, now you got to do it. I've got to do it now. How was the surf club? Well, you haven't it. been yet. I have been. Yeah. I haven't been. I'm going this year with them. Yeah. Supposedly. What, what day? I don't know. When are you? I'll when are you there? there too? Oh, when? There you go. Yeah, I'm doing nothing at Christmas. Uh, I'll probably be home 23rd. I reckon. For how long? I'm there on the eighth. Okay. Of Jan. Yeah, we we're back at training. We're back at then. training. The fourth we start again. So. Devastating. Yeah. So you get 23rd though. 23rd to the fourth. That's a decent. I think we get the 22nd to the fourth off, but just probably might be a bit dusty on the 22nd to drive home. So yeah, after yeah. the Chrissy party. Are you expected to like get up and go for runs and shit though, or are you allowed? Are you, can you have the whole time off? Yeah, they'll give us a schedule and it'll be maybe like four weight sessions, so two a week and four runs, something like that. Pretty just achievable, to, just to keep it ticking. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, otherwise, fourteen days off, two Mate, weeks like off. You're back like, with the family. It's just, you can't be fucked, right? Yeah, mm. you got a bit of ham in you, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a bit of lamb, bit of pork, Tom. Prawns, prawns, mm. oysters. We'll prawns. get, but we'll get to some preseason shit soon, though. But so you, so you get to New York with, oh, sorry, Hawaii. Yeah, so we booked the Hawaii trip, trip with the Starlings. Uh, so both our mums came, all the boys' misses, 
And then, like, we're all big fans of the NFL. We all play. Who's fan your team? I am a Jets fan. Okay, that's yeah. good tough? this year, aren't they? Aren't yeah. they good this year? Historically yeah. tough, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. They've normally been trash, but but now they're good. Yeah, they're starting to get good, which is cool. But I I only picked the Jets because I wanted to go for a New York team because mm. I love New York so much. So right. then I had a reason to like go there. Yeah, mm. okay. Mm. Get and it wouldn't. It's not. And you picked the shit team. It should have been like Giants. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Mm. I am a uh, like Golden State Warriors and Kansas City Chiefs fan. So, mm. you know, okay, makes a lot That's of sense. Suspect. I was fans of them before they were good. But, were, you, were you in Waikiki or did you go to Maui? Yeah, did Waikiki and then went up to Turtle Bay. Love it. Like that, One of the greats. It's perfect. That's yeah. the double you want to do, mm. in I my go opinion. I haven't been to Maui, though, but I've heard good things. But that's what you do. Hawaii's living. It is, hey. No, I'm saying, like, that's a question. I want to go to fucking It is Hawaii. unbelievable. I love it over there. It's not too far away. It's like America. a nine-hour flight, isn't it? Was that what yeah, you were saying? Yeah, nine hours. Yeah. Nine. Fuck, that's, a, that's very achievable in terms of, like, you know, if you've got a sitting economy. What'd you fly? Are you, yeah, economy. Well, I mean, but you could have. I mean, you would have, yeah. <laughs> Could have, you know, bumped it up to business. Hey, the flights are expensive at the do moment. You get Even f- economy was Do you get expensive. frequent flyers off the back of your, like, NRL, like, flying around and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, we do. Okay. But That's being good. a Sydney team, you don't get the flyers much. Yeah, okay. Because, like, sort of a third of the games are in Sydney. Yeah. Those New Zealand boys would be drowning in points. Yeah, imagine that. You'd hope so. International flight every I wonder if that's a part of the contract. We guarantee you this many points over the course of your two-year contract. <laughs> Maybe they probably well, should put it over the line. Um, so what? Some nice R and R over there. Yeah. Feed up. Do you go to the Cheesecake Factory? Of course. Yeah. Okay. It's like you a lot of passage. Hawaii, no, yeah. you can't. Oh, really? So it's like a, I'm a fucking. I mean, I'm a pig generally at my core, but cheesecakes, mate. My ha- Hawaii would be is like your bread and butter, bro. <laughs> like it's you get that sort of like resorty tropical vibe, but yeah. you don't. It's not fraught with risk like Bali or Thailand. Yeah, is. I'm not gonna poo myself. You get the drinks are like best in class. Get you blind after one. The food's <laughs> unbelievable. It's gluttonous for big pigs. You know? Yeah, like okay. it's good. It is. Uh-huh. It is. And you don't have to lift a finger if you don't want. No, like you can just park up by the pool. That's what I want, and that's you for the day. Mm. Oh, and if you tip well, they'll be there every second. Mm. What do you want? What do you want? What do you mm. want? It's genius. Okay, so no busy, no busy class. No, nah, no busy class. I would love to, but. Yeah. But it's not a responsible way to spend your money. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. <laughs> Especially when they're ten grand at the moment. Yeah, I know that's so fucking expensive, dude. Literally nine grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's be, better ways be to spend your money. Yeah, yeah. For nine hours of just a bit of pain and economy, get an extra row. Shut the fuck up. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um. And so then, what? Do, what I was, I was asking, like, whether it was planned or not, because there's an element of the rugby. Oh, cheers, big day, rugby. Yeah, I need to try this. Yeah, I actually yeah, haven't. Nice cheers, bro. Thanks, please. Um, there's a. I'll let you try it first. Let us know what you think. Feedback. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's good shit. That's easy drinking. Yeah, yep. this is what you want. They call it the greatest rose ever made, and that's mm. not us saying it. It's what people say. That's drink what people it. say. Yeah, yeah. It's what the people are saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the freedom that I guess being like a professional athlete gives you. In these moments of the year where you can just be like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go to New York. Mm. And like, I imagine that would be quite a nice or a fun like element of your life that you're able to do. You know, just like you got, you can afford it. You're like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go and chuff off around in the off season. Mm. So New York was a last minute decision. Yeah. So, cause we had the family trip booked and then we just sort of, the boys started talking like, we should just do a boys trip to the States after. 
So that's living. Just had to convince the missus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was actually pretty easy though. She she was a legend with it. So shout out to the missus. Yeah. And then yeah. you had just brought her to fucking Hawaii. You'd probably you'd done some hard some big lifting there. Yeah, that's true. But I think we actually um, split the trip, to be honest. So, well, then she is just a, yeah. a legend. She's just she's, she's just, just a stand up. Legend. She's just stand up. Yeah, we yeah. love that. She's pretty rock solid. It's how cool. old are you? Twenty six. Okay, so it's not necessarily marriage stations yet, but nah, um, not yet. Certainly a tick in the right box, though. Yeah, she's know. she's on her way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling my I was telling my now wife that you were coming on, and she was like, "Oh, Connor, who's Connor again?" I showed, and she's like, "Oh." His missus is so hot. That's what Ella was saying. She follows her on Instagram, thinks she's a vibe. So congratulations to you. Oh, well done. Well done. We love that. Lucky man. We are lucky men. Lucky men. Yeah. We are. We're all lucky men. We're all very lucky men. Did you catch a Jets game in the States? No, we didn't. You didn't? They weren't on when we were there. But we did heaps of sport. Did the. Yeah, so we flew to New York. Did the. New York Rangers there, the ice hockey. Yeah, yeah. Which was sick. Is it good ice hockey? Like, is it a, as a sport, it just seems kind of like hockey generally, not something that gets me stiff, mm. but like ice hockey. Live, more of a I field know. hockey guy. Yeah, you, I'm more of a field <laughs> hockey guy. No, I'd say field hockey, you know, one of the toughest sports to get around. No disrespect to the hockey roos. Yeah. But yeah, like as a sport, ice hockey live, was it fun? Is it cool? Yeah, it was cool. I kind of felt like I was just doing this the whole time, but like it's so fast paced. Yeah. And we didn't get to see a stink, which is that's kind of what you what want, you right? go there for. Yeah, so that was disappointing. But it was cool. Like it was in the um, Madison Square Garden, so it's good to be able to tick that box. To yeah, like go there and fully. Mm. Was it? Is it cold in there? Yeah, they like I don't know what they have. Maybe just some powerful air cons or something to keep everything chill. Yeah, and then like I don't know if you've ever seen the videos of how they like turn it from the ice hockey to the basketball stadium no. in like a day. Because they might have a concert there on a Friday, yeah. have the ice hockey Saturday, then have the basketball on ah, Sunday. So. Yeah, they're fully, right? Like, it's, So how do they do it? I don't. They're just like, there's parts of the grandstand they can move in and out, and then I think they must like freeze the hockey pitch elsewhere and then just bring it in. Ah, so it's like a drop-in. Mm. It's unbelievable. I'd never thought about the logistical shit fight that that would be, having a fucking like Madison Square Garden generally. Which gets used all the time. Yeah. Probably booked out every night, just about. Do you know how much it costs just to book it? Because I was there, you know, Jake Paul, he was like meant to fight some relative nobody compared to who he does fight. And then they just called the fight off and it was like, there was some like shenanigans people saying like, like I think it was like excuses as to why they called it off, but it was in reality the fact that no one was buying tickets because no one gave a fuck. But it was at MSG. And they were like, just to book it's 500 grand. Like just to reserve it. So it's like, if you're not selling tickets... You're is that fucking... non-refundable too? Fuck, now you're pushing me. I don't know. <laughs> that I don't know. Which is shockingly. Yeah. <laughs> shockingly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. know. I'm going to have to call Beryl in the yeah, accounts yeah, yeah. department at, at MSG. Are you... Like, when I, was, when I went away, right, I am... I was as close to 100% relaxed as I can get when mm. I'm there. But there's also still an element of, like, I've got to do a podcast. Like, there's still, like, little work parts in my mind. As a footy player, can you switch off 100% in the off-season? Or are you thinking about the season, like, you thinking about, like, your career? Or can you just completely unwind? I reckon this year was, like, the first time that I could properly unwind. <clears throat> just because normally in the off-season, like, I train a fair bit too, like, through mm. it. But then I had a knee injury last year that 
was like, it just hung around pretty much the whole year. It was like my patella tendon. Mm. And the club just said to me, like, don't run. So when I went to the States, I was just like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just purely going to chill and just enjoy it. I reckon when you travel too, there's like a freedom that you feel. And I remember when Kaylin and I went to Europe, we did a Europe trip too. And it was like the same thing. You just go a place where like no one knows you at all. Yeah. yeah it doesn't even look twice at you. And yeah. Does was, that feel, do you like, is that a relief to have that, that sort of escape, that feeling where you're like, oh fuck, no one, no one knows who I am. No one's watching. No one's paying attention. Yeah. I'd say it is. I mean, like in, in it, no means am I someone that gets noticed like all the time. Like in, in It's Sydney. not an overwhelming thing that you're currently going yeah, to, no. Yeah, but it is nice just to just do what you want and no one cares or, mm. yeah. I'm sure someone like Kalen must be like more, yeah, pretty relieved. Yeah, you know? yeah, because yeah. he everywhere, especially yeah. in Newcastle, it's like. Do you? Everyone. Yeah, what's, what's, what's it like? Obviously, you are both professional footballers, but then you've got someone like Kalen who's a fucking, you know. He's massive. Is there a way that you can like help him in? Like, does he do? You, does he deal with it well? Is he like pretty cool with that shit, or do you see it take a toll on him at any point? I'm not ask you to speak from in any like personal sense, mm. but you know, just like how you experience his fame as like a friend of someone who has to deal with that shit. Yeah, he's pretty good with it, to be honest. Mm. Like, he's pretty level headed, um, but you know, you do see it on some guys who have been like affected by it and kind of get a little, not like over it, but like just for example, when we we're in Bali, there was this dude there and he was just like the biggest pissed idiot you've ever met <clears throat> and was just so rude. And that was probably like the first time where I could see he was starting to get a little bit annoyed, but we're lucky <laughs> there was like some other Aussies there that just pretty much told this dude to piss off. But he was that fucking he, rude, Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, he was like... <clears throat> talking shit like footy shit? like Yeah, like he's like, Oi, Kalen, you can't. Come here, let's get a fucking photo. Oh, like that? Oh, yeah, 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 And he's yeah. like, oh, like... No. Any, any manners? Or <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then he took like the photo and then... um come back like a little while later and was like oh look at my caption and it was like oh just seen ponga in the bathroom like after all the time. oh my god yeah like, that was that was like this thing oh my god <laughs> it was so funny Kayla's like let me see that and just hit the like x in the corner just to leave <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah that's fucking what oh my god yeah. Yeah. not from like a you know people saying hello and stuff like it's mm. sweet but yeah the, the time the you, dickheads. you really see it is when you just see like the dickheads who are just mm. rude and yeah but Di they're everywhere right? yeah yeah you can you, there's a reality sadly to that i guess dickheads exist dickheads do mm. exist so but like generally speaking for it like from a like the holiday perspective is that like it's quite a uh refreshing getaway from footy do you think about you weren't like you don't think about it much or you're like uh, no not too much i just really enjoyed it yeah, it was sick because I've never, like I travelled with my little brother and then Jackson, who's Tommy's older brother, and then their little brother, Josh. So it was like literally five brothers just like. I want to say Josh Starling. Yeah. Younger than Tom Starling. Yeah. Get fucked. Hasn't he, is he playing in the NRL? Nah, a different one. Oh, okay. Different I was guy. like, I swear there's a Josh Starling that played maybe for the Seagulls. Yeah, he played for the Seagulls. <laughs> yeah, right. I think he's retired now. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, how the fuck's that happening? He's younger than Tom Starling. He's like 40. Like, what the fuck's going on? How old's Tom Starling? Yeah, completely different Starling. Yeah, yeah, completely different. With the same name. 
Oh, fuck. There you go. It happens. It does happen. Riddle me that. Do you ever find yourself thinking about finals exits? Or do you just go, you swallow that one and move on? Mm, this one I probably did. Yeah. More so because, like, when I was at Newey and we made the finals, like, no one had done it in ages. Mm-hmm. So the boys were just like, frothing to be in the finals. Yeah. So, and, like, we didn't – last year against Para, like, we're close – to beating them, not like maybe lost by eight points, like it was a pretty close game. Mm. Where this year the Roosters, and especially with the style of footy we're playing, we just thought like if anyone was going to beat Penrith, it would have been us. Mm. And then we just really let our emotions get in the way. And oh, Jesus is a depressing Mad Monday. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, the, like, the most depressing of Mad. Everyone Mondays was flat. Of, of being on, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I- I ran into Angus Crichton like two days after, or maybe a week afterwards, and I go, oh, mate, like, you know, sorry about the loss. And he goes, he was just like fucking venting. And he was like, the most annoying thing is that all week we were like, don't let it get emotional. Don't <laughs> let them get in your head. Like, that's what they were going to do. They're going to drag you down and make it, to try and make it emotional. And he goes, and we're like, no, we won't. We'll be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what Five I minutes in, Close to getting Six cards on it. That's fucking funny. And is there, it was, like, the way that game went, was a lot of that to do with the fact that the two clubs hate each other? Like, or was it just the game itself? Like, did, did that add to the situation? Yeah, I think, the two clubs hating each other adds to it for mm. sure. And it's like easy to get dragged into all that because the media pumps it up. Yeah. Everyone who like you talk to is a Roosters fans like, fuck South. And yeah. then it's like vice versa. You see a South fan and they're like <laughs> sticking their fingers yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, shit. right. Um, yeah. You, and then you, it just kind of like creeps in subconsciously and then next thing you know, like we're just pushing and shoving every five minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. It's something we need to be better at. What, what does Robbo say as much as you're prepared to like divulge? Like what's he say after a game like that where it's like, oh, that one got out of fucking hand. Is he like angry at everyone or is he like, I can't actually remember what he was like. But so your season, that was the last game of your season. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. So you're all just in the sheds like fucking. Yeah. Everyone was just filthy. And I think like, cause we had reviews and stuff too. So after you finish, then you'll have like your individual review on, Tuesday or Wednesday, and then like a team review on later in the week. And how? When's your Mad Monday? Is this all post Mad Monday as yeah, well? So oh, like, so you're already in a in a bit of a state where it's like, mm. can we maybe push this like another three or four days? <laughs> just like, let me get back to neutral here because I don't need any critiquing right now. I need yeah, like, yeah, cuddles. You're vulnerable as I need is, cuddles man. and pats on the bum, and like you're all right. Do they bring the yahoos in at like first light? Like you know the what? Like if you're a bit of a Yahoo and they oh, know yeah. they like your 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 reviews at six a.m. Tuesday morning, <laughs> Tuesday like morning just yeah. to keep you, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, just to try and fuck with you. <laughs> well, or just to try and make you go to bed a bit earlier. I don't know. Well, if you're a Yahoo, if, 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 you're, you're, a Yahoo. if you're a Yahoo, you might just go straight there. <laughs> well, yeah, roll straight in. <laughs> Would that be frowned upon bending into your review? Yeah, it'd definitely be frowned upon. It depends though. Like you win the comp. Well, then you who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably not turning out to review. Do you get nervous <laughs> before those reviews? Uh, a little bit, <clears throat> probably not much so much now. But when I was younger, yeah. yeah, for sure, yeah. But they're they're pretty good. You like sit with the attack coach; he'll go through like your year attacking wise. Sit with the D coach; he sort of goes through your defense, and then then you get like a one on one with Robbo, and then yeah. And are you going in again? You know, you're saying like now not so much, but like are you going in there being like thinking about every fucking tackle you missed throughout the mm-hmm. season? Or yeah, like, for you know, sure. Every drop ball, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Do you plan... Do you Are you asked to justify anything? 
Like, you're not sort of going through game tape of, like, why'd you do that so much sort of stuff, is it? Like, nah, it's more so, like, he'll be like, how how do you think you went this year? Mm. You sort of, like, say your thing and then... Like, do you feel like, if they're asking how you go and you're like, well, I think I actually went all right, but, like, do you have to try and, like, you don't know how they think you went, so you don't want to be too... Yeah, you don't want to be like, I think I yeah, I was the man, and then, <laughs> oh, no, you weren't. <laughs> ah, but does it, does it feel... Like a job interview at all? Like you're sort of trying to. Do you ever feel like you're trying to justify your position in the side? Um, nah. In a weird way. Nah, I I, th- I could see how y- you could. Yeah, I mean, if you're going in there and you off contract, you'd probably be like, <laughs> yeah. please, yeah, you come with a, a bouquet of flowers and a box of chocolates. <laughs> I wonder how much begging's been done in yeah. a review, if any. No, there'd be there would have been some begging at some point. Surely, surely there's. Yeah, begging. I reckon there'd be some. Weird ones that would have happened, yeah. sure. But 100%. yeah, mine was pretty, pretty civil. Yeah. And what was the the Mad Monday? You say it was a sad, sad Monday. Yeah, sad Monday. The sad Monday. Where'd you What'd you do for it? We just went to Clavelli Bowling Club, which is pretty sick. Well, no, it's a nice spot. It's a great spot. One of the the best bowling clubs as far as oh, position. Yeah, it's and per- view. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's unrivaled, completely unrivaled. Tom and I do a bit of training down in that part. No, oh, we do. Shout out to yeah. Jeff Athletic. You know, we sort of get put through our paces. Actually, you in tomorrow? Should be. Is that a gym out that way? No, it's a friend of ours who's our trainer. Uh, and he trains us on that, like that like footy the field bars there. And that, near there. Well, we don't there. have the upper body strength for monkey bars to really be a part of our routine yet. Yeah. Chin ups and shit, not really possible. Coming uh, soon, though. Well,. We're working on the base. You've got to you yeah. got to you got to do the you got to do the the yeah. fundamentals right, and then you can and then you can work up. your way up to chin ups. Yeah. And well, I, you know what? He did give us one of those rubber bands that like he gave you a rubber band. <laughs> he gave me get a around band. the foot. Yeah, he around the foot. It takes like ninety percent of your body weight off, and so I was doing a couple of chin ups then. But certainly we've parked the chin ups for now because we need to work on many other things. I was at that semi final you lost, and the crowd was like baying for blood. It was gladiatorial. Was that? What was that experience like? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, those first two games that we played there. Yeah. It's just like an atmosphere I haven't really been a part of. And then, because I, I left the year before the Roosters won the comp, so... that's That must fucking that sting in the fucking... Two in a row. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Imagine me watching the grand final. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, fuck. Oh. You sitting here with two rings on, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just got this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no What's up for you? Ring, Do you win that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and like I played in the prelim the year before we lost, but I reckon even atmosphere was those two games were better mm. than that prelim. And the boys said it was literally like running out to a grand final. Felt the exact same. And I remember once we're like defending our line, and uh, Team A was Terrell May was like five meters from me and I was screaming like and just nothing. He would didn't even couldn't even hear me. The crowd was so really? loud. Yeah. And I can't like yell that great now because I don't know if you remember I fractured my throat. Oh it was like actually, early in the year last year. Yeah, it was a real you weird one. Fractured your throat. My larynx, yeah. Fucking hell. I you know. don't have any lockier vibes to you though in terms nah, of what you're nah. speaking. I got really lucky but I just can't scream. Yeah. Very loud. And is that a thing of like, you can't scream because if you do, it'll fuck it up? Or it's like, you actually just physically can't uh, I just can't, can't get there. Yeah, really? Like, yeah. like, I can't yeah, hit any high notes or anything. Like <laughs> we were going to get so you. Yeah, is just, just, yeah, yeah, is your singing career over? Or is yeah, that what you're telling us? I was hoping that maybe... Well, a post-career. Well, Cody fucking Simpson, Simpson, 
He went from singing to swimming. You go from rugby lead to singing. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying you could have. Not anymore. Well, not anymore. That's right. What do you... What do you do to deal with a situation like that? The throat. Yeah. No, like if you're on the field, loud crowd, you got to you're trying to get a bloke to come fucking help you defend. Like, is yeah. there a sign language coach? Yeah, I was just hoping that I don't know he would look at me eventually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then I was just like, oh fuck it, he'll, he'll either come or he won't. <laughs> so, was it an enjoyable game to play? Like, even though it was, you know, it was a, it was chaos. Mm. Were you enjoying it in the moment, or are you, are you not really able to do that? Is it only upon reflection after games that you're able to look back and be like, oh, fuck, that was, that was sick, even though you lost? No, nah, you definitely are in some games that you enjoy, but that one just we didn't enjoy at all because there was no like game, really. It felt like we'd get going for five minutes and then something would happen. It was like a two-minute stoppage. So yeah. I w- like, really wasn't even tired. And then, plus, we had so many injuries. Like, we're down to 13. I was playing out in the centres. <laughs> So, like, you don't get tired in the centres normally anyway, and then when there's yeah. a stoppage every five minutes, yeah. Felt like I barely broke a sweat. Um, so, when did you come back for pre-season? Because, like, if you make the finals, you get a bit more time off, don't you? Yeah, you get, basically, for every week that you go longer, you get another week um, in pre-season. I think I was back on the 21st of November. Is that a tough morning? Tw- oh. Do you no, just get fucking worked bad. first day? They're like pretty they good at the straight roosters, at the start. They're good. Good yeah. in a good in a bad way? No, nah, good in a good way. Like, they will ease the boys back into it. Where I've been at some clubs, like, when I was at Newcastle, first year, Adam O'Brien rocked up. Heard like, of, I've heard of Adam before. Yeah, I've heard of Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of the show. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he rocks up. It's like, so, you know the Bronco test? Have you... Heard of that? No. I think I have. I played first 15 footy. Oh, oh my, I was waiting for that. <laughs> the moment you said, I'm like, Ish can't's going to fucking drop it in one. No, but it was like, uh, that was just at school, you know. It was nothing nothing too impressive, what unfortunately. School, Scott's College. Oh, that's pretty good. Rugby. First 15 at Scott's. Yeah, uh, not too bad. I was certainly like, would have been one of the first people culled if you could have culled someone, but luckily, you know. He played like one game. Well, I was injured. And his mum had to beck this school to get his colours. <laughs> yeah, well, I got injured. But, you know, did I deserve colours? I would say no, because I didn't play the required amount of games. But did I you get it on your blazer? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mum asked. Yeah, remember when that was a thing? Dude, yeah, it's funny. We went to his place Mate, and he had his colours blazer still in his cupboard. I'm like, fuck, dude. You are holding on a little bit here. And Mum's holding on. Well, it's mum would never room. get rid of it. It's your room. <laughs> but my brother's was in there as well. It's like a storage cupboard, really. <laughs> He's full of shit. But, yes, I do remember when colours... Because you went to Knox, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember the blazer, the coloured blazer. Otherwise, you were just a fucking loser, basically. Mm. No disrespect. But if you had, like, a, just a shitty, lame blazer. Yeah. Like, you know. So thank you to mum, really. She did me a favour. Well, she did you a mad favour. Another fucking loser. Anyway, Broncos, not about me. Is that like, yeah, run out to the 20 back? 40 back, 60 back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fi- do that five times. It's like about 1.2K, I think it is, on the dot. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's tough. Like, your legs are killing. So it was like, do one of them. And then we did some, like, Ball skills for maybe like 15 minutes and then it was back on the line like you've got to do another bronco so the boys are just going balls out like the first one and then and then they've got to go again go again that was one of the toughest day ones i've ever had in my life <coughs> that one are you guys getting pissed off at that point like is there is the obviously there's an element of like you know this is what you got to do it's mm-hmm. part of get but is there a, is there a time when you're like okay dude you're taking the piss now i reckon you get that a lot when you're doing fitness like 
Mm. You get to a point where you just start to be like, like the, the fire is just slowly building up. You're yeah. just not far from snapping, but <laughs> I still even get that now, like when we're doing some running and stuff. Do they, does anyone snap? Nah, but you do see it like will come out in like a footy drill a little bit later. Right. Yeah. Like the boys are getting fired up and then, but you hear like, I mean, there's stories of like pre-seasons and blokes having full fights and stuff. Yeah. Which like training. I, that's yeah. the punch ons that you see Trell tre- and like Jacob host or someone were getting a punch on. Mm. Obviously whenever Trell does something, they like to blow it up yeah, like he's a up. fucking criminal. But like, do, is that, is that a regular occurrence? Like, yeah. It's not a big thing as far as like, it's not really a news story. I yeah. mean, like obviously it's going to get clicks if teammates are fighting. Yes. But yeah. It happens all the time. Because think about it, like, and then even in the wrestle room, like, we do drills where it's literally we'll be on our knees, like, and then, like, three minutes, go, like, go. Just, and just then go. Just fighting blokes for three minutes, like, one-on-one. And you're all alpha males. Like, you've all come yeah. through, like, dominating from, like, the lower grades up. You just want to fucking... Just but even win. if you do it with your mate, it gets, like... When That's you, true. When you'd wrestle a mate, we, you know, it doesn't get... Were you there when I threw out my lower back, wrestling Streety? Tried to fight me when we were playing backyard cricket? No, I wasn't. Didn't you? You, you got the dub, though. Well, I got you? the W, but I couldn't walk. So, like, you know... <laughs> it's at, worth it, at, Well, it was worth it, but, uh, you know, because everyone saw it, but at what cost? Well, mate of our Dickie used to wrestle us every weekend. So, yeah. like, you know, you'd be thrown at the fire. And even if you didn't want to, a good wrestling brings it out. Yeah, no, like a, a, a willing opponent who forces you into the fire. Well, yeah. Either either you submit, which is like emasculating, or you have a crack and get submitted, but on your own terms, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, their terms, but better than your own. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I can see how big alphas wrestling could turn to fisticuffs. Like you know, maybe just a little jab in the ribs or something. I can see that. But also, like I do imagine that you don't love everyone in your team. Not that you don't like them, but there's some you may be tighter with. Some people just get on your fucking nerves because that's the way it is. We don't want all friends. Like, you know, you might see something like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrestle this cunt today. And then he beats you up and you punch him. <laughs> is that is that is that good sport when like two people that you know are a little bit hostile towards each other are put together in a wrestle? Like do all the boys get around and watch? Yeah, you love it. <laughs> you do love to watch that. And the thing is, because I got to wrestle with the big boys. I'm with the forwards, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. you're having to go against, like, Hargraves and fucking. Yeah, and he's the worst of the lot. Is he? Yeah. Because well, that, he just goes hard? Goes hard, loves just ripping into you. Yeah, right. <laughs> is there, who else is like that? Who else is in the side is like, is Crichton like that? Yeah, he trains so hard. Really? Yeah. yeah, I heard a story. I remember That's Sam, why I felt like I... Didn't Sam Burr just come out and say that, being like, you don't want to train with Angus Crichton because he's a fucking psychopath? Yeah, I don't he know. Is. is he t- really? He's tapped. Is he? Yeah, when, when... And like, but away from training, you guys know him. Mm. He's like the nicest dude ever. Yeah, 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 completely. Soft boy. Yeah. Yes. A sweetheart. Yeah. And then as soon as we train, it's like, we could be doing touch and he's running over blocks. Okay, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> If you're if you're the other half defending him, like you actually have to step in every time, or he's gonna make you just look like a little boy. <laughs> yeah, right. You have to do it. It's like yeah. okay, fuck. I've got to now try and put a shot on. Mm. I respect that though. I do. Yeah, me too. Do, do the co- do the coaches get hard for that? Yeah, yeah, they do. Because they never approach? have to drive those those blokes to yeah. go hard. You know what I mean? What's your approach though? In that, like, are you? Do you take that a similar approach to it? Like, I th- yeah, you have to, because you don't want to be the guy that lets someone run through your inside shoulder. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if 
they're running hard, then you have to. You got to step it. in hard. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Do you do you feel like in a preseason you're getting watched? Like, you know, you're doing these Broncos. How hard are you going? Are you going a hundred percent every time? Like, yeah. is it is it really competitive in preseason for spots and for mm. you know adoration? For sure, attention. For sure. I think um, with those Broncos, because they're like your test, so everyone has, you know, scores that they need to beat or, mm. yeah, they'll have like different, for a front row, like you're expected to get this. So, or for my position, it's usually the, the quickest or whatever, which yeah. sucks. you got to be fit. Yeah, and that's what like blokes always say, oh, you're fit, like sweet for you, but it's like, no, but that means I have to Yeah, I actually have time. to be yeah. fit. I have to give in a fit time. Um, As opposed to just beating the fatties. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not really how it works. <laughs> yeah, well, I beat fucking Jared. Yeah, he's like 120 kilos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, when, how old were you when you debuted? I was 19. Fuck, that's pretty hectic for the Roosters as well, hey? Mm, that, yeah. what, what, where'd you, so you, you grew up in Avoca and Knox Rugby Union School, yeah? Mm. Were you, was league always the thing? Yeah, league was always a thing. I started playing league when I was like six all the way through. And then the union thing came about just because like Avoca doesn't have a league team. They have a union team. Yeah. And all the boys that were like playing footy seriously played league. But all my surfer mates from Avoca just played union for like a bit of fun. Mm. And when we were 16, they just wanted a couple of us just to come play with them. Because like I'd never played sport with these guys before. So I was keen as just to go and have a run around with them and then played there and ended up getting like picked in some rep team and um, yeah, ended up playing in this tournament and Knox were there and watched um, me and a mate of mine, Jimmy Witters, and sort of both offered us scholarships to go there. So that's how I ended up at Knox, which was pretty cool because there's no way like I would have been able to go to a school like that or even had it a thought of going to a school like that, you know. Mm, mm. And then I actually reckon going there and then playing like first 15 for the two years and they just literally built this new like performance center, which is as good as the one we train in at the Roosters. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's fucking insane, isn't it? The private school setups that are just insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then we had like um, Hayden Knowles, you know Hayden Knowles. Yeah. He was our sprint coach. Was he the manly? Was he a manly trainer? Nah, he was the the Rabbitohs. The dude that know. just left the Knights, but like I had him. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I had him at the Roosters when I got there, but I also had him at school. Like he was our speed coach at school, and then like our strength and conditioner is the Waratah's strength and conditioner now. Like this is the type of environment. <laughs> yeah, you're in like a relatively professional <laughs> setup at at school. Yeah, and That's then silly. even your man, um, Kieran Foran, one of, one of the greats. Oh, you one mean of the fucking Manly's favourite son? Yes. Mm. Well, former, because he's playing for Titans. Obviously, once he retires. Well, he hasn't back. put the jersey on yet, so he's still, still, he's still, still a seagull. We let him know when he left. We were like, you're dead to us now, officially. <laughs> but, like, we will welcome you back at some point, you know, upon retirement. But right now, it's like, yeah. fuck yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, Kieran. Yeah, he was coming and doing like halves consulting really yeah are you serious I swear. holy shit this is the type of like environment that i got hopped into at 16 years old half. yeah so were like, you a half i had always played fullback okay but it's kind of like i was always told 
by everyone that I was going to be like fullback and then if I didn't get much bigger, I was probably going to have to transi- transition into the halves because mm. this is the time that like Greg Inglis was playing fullback, you know, like these yeah. type of big bodies. Remember yeah. how it went like big body and then it sort of swung back the other way? Yeah. Like there's a bit of both now. Um, but so but so even when you're playing for Knox, you're being cons- – like you're thinking about playing rugby league professionally? Is that, is that – yeah. So who are you into? Are you already in a rooster system at that point? So I'd actually signed with the Knights and then... At what age did you sign with the Knights? Uh, 16, yeah. And so then, you'd, so had, you, had you signed for them and then you went to Knox? Mm. Okay. Yeah, so I... So you were already on the path then when you got recognised by Knox. You were already a, a, like a up-and-comer of note. People had, had noticed you. Yeah, I'd say I was on the way. I was always really small though. Um, and then I played... But you ripped. Clearly. How how small though? Yeah, yeah. Like give like, like what sixty kilos dripping wet small? Yeah, very skinny. Yeah, but I was quick, so that was like sort of my saving grace. Yeah, there. And then once I started to get about the sixteenth period, when I was like lifting weights and pubes, probably, are, pubes are coming yeah. in their own, and you're just yeah. bulking. Yeah, exactly. I started to get a bit bigger, and then I think then that's when I started to get like noticed a little yeah. bit from. From the scouts and whatnot. So it wasn't then like crazy shock. Obviously, you had never thought about private school, but it wasn't a crazy shock that someone's coming to you and going, hey, we've noticed you're good, come to Knox. Like that wasn't the first approach you'd ever had by anyone because of your talent. Yeah, well, because I'd signed with the Knights yeah. at that point. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'd never really thought about the whole rugby union thing or even going to one of those schools. And then I went to Knox and then because I signed there or like I committed to go there, the Knights never lodged the contract. Did oh. that Did that piss them off? No. Well, they said to me, they were like, oh, all good. Just we won't play you in the 17s. Go to Knox, like do your thing. But we want you to come um, for the 18s mm. and like train, say like twice a week and then play in the under 18s there. Mm. And then I'd signed it for a year in the 20s as well. And then... What happened was I started to get a little bit frustrated playing union because I'd always played fullback and I started playing outside center. And you boys like would know that sometimes the outside center doesn't see much ball, mm. especially if the, the forwards aren't winning the ruck or whatever. And I went to go play some club rugby league down here for Southeastern Seagulls under Peter Tunks. Do you guys remember Peter Tunks? I don't, but the name... I, like, I, I just remember well. people say, like, Tunksy. Yeah, like, Tunksy. I don't know He's who on he the is, radio now. Played... Won a comp at the Bulldogs and played He's on the radio. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was on one of those um, sports, sports Channel, channels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so I'd met him along the way and he'd always said to me, if you want to come play a league, game of league while you're in Sydney, just give me a call. So I've come to join his team. And then as like they've gone to put my registration in, the Central Coast Rugby League have like rung him and are like, we're not, let, we're not releasing him to play. It was like to play club footy. <laughs> and because I had... A scholarship when I was at the Central Coast, which paid me two grand or something to play Harold Matthews there. So they wanted their money back. Fuck off. I swear. So then we had to pay, like, I had to pay them the two grand back. So you could go and play a game of footy. Club rugby league. And then we went to the Knights and we're like, can you guys sort this? Like, what's the, what's the go here? And then Tunksy calls me and he's like, mate, it's been like a, nearly a year. And he's like, the Knights never lodged a contract. So I was thinking I'd signed to the Knights the whole time, <laughs> and they never, and they never, and they um, never lodged it at this point. Why? I, I don't know. Do you have a, did you have a manager at this stage who's like looking after this shit and yeah. being like, yeah, I did. I had a manager, and like, it was obviously not 
Very good one. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Tungsi uh, called the Knights and just said, rip up the contract. He's not coming two years. And then, yeah, I parted ways with my manager and then... Shock horror. Yeah. Ended up playing in the comp down here and we had a pretty handy side. So it was like, you know, scouts from all the Sydney teams out watching and then that's when... The Roosters approached me and just said, like, if you want to come play HT ball, it was pretty, like, cruisy. They're like, come do a couple of days a week training and then um, we'll play you. And then eventually, like, we'll look to sign you on a 20s deal if it all works out. So Fuck yeah. Did When you say Tungsi called the Newcastle saying rip up the contract, was, like, was he sort of in your ear being like, you'll be all right in Sydney, that someone will pick you up? Like, yeah. he was giving you the confidence to make that call? Yeah, for sure. He sort of just said to me, like, yeah, you'll be sweet. Because he's pretty influential as well, mm. like in that um, scene, and knows all the sort of recruitment guys, and was getting them to like come to the games. So yep. he'd like be like, "Boys, there's I've got scouts from the Tigers and South. Yeah, and right. Is here today. Tigers. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry that was disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, you but you play yeah. poorly when they're there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where the Tiger scouts here, drop the ball. <laughs> 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 when you're at, when you're at Knox, did you play any like rep rugby, like the schoolboysy stuff? Yeah, I made the uh, New South Wales first team, but they never made the schoolboys. Yeah, I didn't have a great tournament. But did you get approached from the Waratahs like a fifteen dollar a year contract? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll sign for five years. We'll play in some junior <laughs> training trial in ten years. Yeah, time. by the time you're twenty eight, we might look at getting you into yeah, the, you know, the fucking, yeah into the Waratahs squad. <laughs> no, I didn't have Waratahs. Aussie sevens though. Yeah, they, they were keen to. But it was like the same thing. It was like, come in and we'll train you for free and we'll see how yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and then like you got a good <laughs> offer from the Roosters. The Roosters, you're like, mm, wonder which one I'm going to take. Yeah, yeah, Shit. Really tough yeah, decision. That's a, that look, you drive a hard bargain, Aussie Sevens, no disrespect. That $1,000 you're offering me a year is going to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay my rent for yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> who'd, you, um, who'd you play SG ball with? Was it like Clary Moore there and stuff? Or nah, was he so a bit those, older than you? Those boys are a bit older than me. Yeah, I reckon they're probably three years older. Yeah. Clary and Naps and stuff. Yeah. But I was in the team Bam, with, yeah. Uh, Joey Manu was like in our team. Latrell. So I, I came uh, through yeah, all these What guys. were those boys like back then? Throbber Central. Yeah, good. Yeah. Silky, silky. Latrell was just so big and strong. And yeah, so he, he we won the grand final and he like scored this try where he threw off five blokes and just ran under the sticks in Golden Point. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. You couldn't write a better book. Yeah. No. And, uh, yeah, him. Um, had, like, Johnny Tulvasa Shek. I'm sure I'm forgetting a heap of blokes, too. Um, a lot of guys then went on to play in that 20 side, that one against Penrith, too. So, like, the whole way coming through, we sort of played Penrith in the SG Ball Grand Final. Played right. Played in the 20s Grand Final. Um, so how old did you say you're in? Twenty six. I'm twenty six. Yeah. So you're 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 right around that the age of like Cleary, Luai, yeah, sort of so like all those, those weapons. You've been going up through. against him for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so pretty cool. Like to see, obviously, how those guys have all gone through. But then mm. even at the Roosters and coming back now, because I left when I was twenty one. So a lot of those guys. Was, how old were you when you left the Roosters? Yeah. Fuck. Isn't that crazy? I know, just time's gone that fast. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like four did four years in Newcastle. at... Were you there for four years? Four years, yeah. Jesus. Wow. That just does go quick, doesn't it? Yeah, like I'm going into year eight 
of, of your NRL career. Yeah. We were talking before, and Eddie was saying, like, you're in your, so it was 120-something games, right? Where you're like, that's a fucking, you're like in the thick of a goddamn career at 120-odd games. Yeah, like, it's so weird. 26 years old. I still feel like. You might be on your own 300 games, dude. <laughs> that I'm training with. Well, you'll feel 19 when you're in your 30s like me. Don't worry about that. Life <laughs> yeah. doesn't fucking, you don't start to feel, you feel older, your back hurts more. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, mentally. Mentally. Mentally, you feel like, I'm, I feel like I'm 17 still, but yeah. you know, I get a sore back when I hop out of bed. I mean, that's just, that's, <laughs> that's just, just life, dude. Live. That's the hand you, you got. Gotta, you got to stretch the, the hip flexors, mate. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously you are in all right shape, but we can only stress the importance of having loose hip flexors. Mm. Yeah, and stretch I'll, them out. I'll vouch for that. Oh, really? Yeah, because early days of my career, and this is probably why Jeff I had so athletic. many injuries sort of that first period at Newcastle is just like, just rock up the training, do training, don't do any extras. Like wasn't stretching or yeah. anything like that. Where now after like, especially doing my Achilles, it's like something needs to change here. I've had way too many injuries. So I started working with some people like away from just doing, you know, like your normal footy mm. physio and stuff, but hip tightness. is, is Hip key. tightness will fucking floor you. Yeah. That's like, Big problem with a lot of injuries. He Knees couldn't. He couldn't lay down straight. His hip flexors are so tight. He'd like he'd close in. Like <laughs> when I was doing like a, bri- a side bridge, he's like trying, like, he's trying, uh, to, trying, s- trying to pull me apart. I'm like folding, folding in, in like dude. a fucking like a bed, yeah, you know, yeah. what I mean? like a, like a trundle bed, dude. I was like a trundle. And seriously, like I had saw, I just saw back for three years. Dude, he was trundle bedding. And I was like, such, yeah, yeah it, was, it, was it was embarrassing. How much did it hurt trying to stretch it to start with then? Was it? Mate, it was like, he was doing things that I couldn't do. I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. Like but I now, couldn't even like cross my legs and shit. I was. I'm no, there. he couldn't touch his toes. I was touching my toes and he's like, how the fuck are you doing that? I'm like, dude. But you're weirdly flexible though. Like you're I wouldn't say I'm weirdly flexible. I think if you're, you went, you, I think dude, if you most went people don't stretch. fold over like a trundle bed. You're weirdly <laughs> inflexible. Don't make this me being weird. I've never seen anyone fold like you. Just your body's natural inclination was just to fold you in half. What's the tight hip flexors? No, it is. And was, was putting a lot of strain on my, my lower back. And this is boring to some people, but maybe it's and, interesting and to others. Not only the, the, the hundredth time we've spoken about it. Well, listen, you might be tuning in for the first time. That's you might have point. seen Connor's face and thought, fuck it, I'll listen to the boys. And here we are talking about hip flexors. Um, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you about just like coming up. And I'm mm. always interested to know like, obvious, like what it feels like before you've made it. And like, are you confident? Were you confident that like that you could make professional rugby league? Like, was that a? Did you feel confident about it, or are you fighting head noise as a as a, as a kid, basically? You know, trying to the uncertainty of knowing what the trajectory of your life's going to be. It is a bit of a scary time, I think, because you know, like most people would have like a two year twenties deal, and then like you've got to try and make it count while you're there. Yeah, because otherwise you're going to have to go and do something else. Like it's usually. Like with a lot of guys, if you're not in, you know, a full time squad by the age of like 21, 22, you know, a lot of people just it's too late. You're missing out on other parts of life where you might need to go to uni and mm. get a degree. But yeah, I always like believed that I was going to make it, but I probably didn't think that it would happen as quick as it did. Yeah, like I had a really good twenties uh, year, the first year out of school, and then I remember. I was living in one of the roosters' houses at the time and probably didn't know like where I was sitting in the scheme of things, but a house parent was like to me, um, yeah, like, you keep going and, you know, like, you're a real chance of making your debut soon. That was in, like, my first 20s year. I was like, 
mate, what do you mean? And because uh, it's, it seems like it's so far ahead, and it's like this massive jump that is so scary to even like think about making. Yeah. Um, and I probably didn't have the confidence in myself that I was like ready to make that step. And then part of my deal with the Roosters was that that after my first year twenties, I'll get to do an NRL preseason. Like my big goal with the NRL preseason was to uh, play the nines. And then once I played the nines and sort of mixed it with, there's a fair few first graders that play mm. and I went pretty good and like Robbo and stuff was really happy with me. And I was like, you know, maybe I can do it. Like I can mix it with these guys. And But at the time the club had just signed Jaden Nikarima. We had Jackson Hastings and we had Mitchell Pierce as well. And then we had another dude by the name of Tyler Cornish. I don't know if you remember. Do you have a brother as well? Yeah, Mitch Cornish that played for Canberra and then come and played for the Roosters. Um, so I was probably like the fifth half on the de- on the depth chart. Mm. And then Piercy, um, the thing on Australia Day happened. So he got suspended for, for 10 weeks. And then they ran with Jackson and, and Jaden. And I just went back to the 20s and was like playing pretty good footy there. And the first grade side was really struggling. And then... Were you playing halves at the time? Yeah, I was playing 5-8 yeah. at the time. And, um, and then like round five, they said to me, uh, and I hadn't even been training with grade really at this point. We'd do like an opposed session. Mm. They'd get like a few players that do an opposed session. Uh, and that always gets pretty heated because it's always like the young kids or the cut players, you want to like leave an impression when they're doing the opposed session because that's when like, you know. They'll go away and talk about it. Like yeah. that fucking guy was a bit Yeah, Robbo's like, oh shit. Like he was good today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah carving the boys up or whatever. And uh, then they just said to me like, we don't want you to play 20s this weekend. Um, cause Aiden Guerra might have a baby and if he has a baby and has to go to hospital, we need you on standby to play. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you actually serious? This is like, <laughs> not ready for this. This is crazy. <laughs> and then after that, they were like, no, we want you to come up and train with us now. But we also, we can be like, but Aiden Guerra is a back rower. Yeah. But what, what had happened at that point was, uh, they were starting Aiden at five eighth cause they were, uh, and so then, fucking out of players. Yeah, and then they were bringing Jaden off the um, bench after because oh, okay. they, they wanted to take this thing out of the game for him. Right. It was like their, their whole thought process around it. And yeah, and then they said, if Aiden um, has the kid, then you're going onto the bench. Did he have the kid? No, he didn't have the kid. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, but this was on like day before the game <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> so no like no one even knew i was lucky mum and dad would have been there if it happened yeah yeah that's yeah. about it it would have been the most random debut ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then yeah so then they asked me to come up and start training with them full time and then uh two weeks later i was the 18th man for the nro so they were like you're getting really close and then yeah the next week robo sort of called me in and yeah, it was like you're playing this week. You're Who's against? The bench. So we versed Penrith. Uh, were they good then? It was when Jay, they were like pretty good. It was when Jamie Soud was there. He was playing oh, yeah. halfback. I think Cleary might have debuted later that year. Mm. Um, and it was the wettest Monday night you've ever seen. Like, oh, really? Yeah, torrential rain, but had like a couple buses of people from Avoca come down, which was pretty cool. That's good. Love pretty much up. made up the whole crowd. Did you win? No, nah, we lost. Oh. A wet, a wet Monday night. That yeah. would have been that's drab. A, that must <laughs> be just generally though, right? Like, and you're playing, it's a fucking just a 
round 13, who gives a fuck? You know, no disrespect to round 13. But, like, and it's pissing with rain. Are you just, like, they're games where... I don't want you to try and... I'm not trying to get you to say you don't care. I just mean, like, where you're like, I... This is such a... This is not going to be a fun game. It's going to be just piss and rain and cold as shit in Canberra or something, you know? Well, for me, it was my debut, so I was... Debut like, different. Yeah, I was frothing. But, yeah, some of those Canberra, when it's freezing cold ones, are mm. tough trips. Would Canberra be the, yeah. the biggest shithole you got to go to? <laughs> Got to be careful what I say because well you might you might just you, you know. might well you might <laughs> Ricky might call you <laughs> <laughs> what did you fucking say uh, I'm, I mean like from like a, I guess a, not the town I'm calling Canberra a shithole I'm asking you more about just like environmentally speaking what you got to play in yeah well it's always the the coldest conditions mm. it's tough to go. Like ta- playing Townsville early in the year is always tough too. Because mm. humid so as fuck. Hot. Yeah, can't. Pre- there's no way you can prepare for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, Canberra winter, it's a tough trip. Yeah, shout out to Canberra. <laughs> shout out to and shout out to Ricky and shout out to Ricky. Who we are Ricky. trying to get on. Well, we are. Well, he's it's, a friend of ours. He's, he's a friend of ours. He's actually. I don't know if he's listened to the well, podcast no, before. So I'd, I'd hope he hasn't. Because maybe maybe don't go back, Ricky. Don't go into the archives. Don't go back. Don't go back. But we will be texting you. <laughs> we'll text you at some point. 100%. So how did you find the couple of first couple of years at the Roosters? Did you love that? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. First year was sick. Like I said, I wasn't really expecting to play. And then, you know, got got my start on the bench and played like maybe the next 10 games off the bench. Oh, cool. So at it wasn't four, like 14. an up and then, and then out yeah. again. Actually, I played... Played three in a row, and then PC came back from his suspension. So round ten, I got to play Anzac Day game, which was like my third love that NRL, which was epic. Mm. Yeah, I was just that. What a game the that boy, is! The boy dream, like, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. And what a day! Yeah, yeah, it's, like the it's, best, a, it's a hectic mate. day. It's I love it when day. that game starts. It's so good. Who was your team growing up? Who'd you go for? I always went for the Knights. Okay. Yeah. Do most people in the Central Coast go for the Knights? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty, probably Knights dominant, but there's a lot of other, like, I know heaps of Eels fans. And, oh, Manly fans too. I was about to say, I was waiting for you to say, I didn't want to put know, words in no, your mouth. No, no, we, but we, I was sitting here waiting. No, I held off as well, because yeah. we're classy guys. It's not, we're, not, we're not forcing a club <laughs> on anyone. Uh, yeah, well, that's exactly right. Was is man? I was under the impression that Manly liked to scoop up all those prodigious boys out of the mm. Central Coast. Well, like, I think everyone does. Like, everyone scoops out of Newcastle, and this is no disrespect to Newcastle, but they have now developed a storied history of letting throbbers go. <laughs> Broid Cordner, yourself, Latrell fucking Luttrell. Yeah. Like, they're almost like, oh, he's good, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you're from the Hunter, you're good? Oh, you're good, you're your bike, no. I've got this fucking weapon down here, do you want him? <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little bit like that. <laughs> it sort of has. I know, and then it's just people walking around talking about the Johns years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No offense to the Knights. I'm just calling no, as I just said. Love them. Still love them. Yeah. Always. You're Always. Yeah. Well, they're a, I like them as a club. I do. I'm just mm. pointing out their shortcomings. Mm. That's all. That's as is our right. <laughs> as a strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you played for the Roosters, did you make finals? Like, uh, did you get to play finals footy in that first team for the Roosters? I just don't... My yeah, fucking second brains year. Are, second year right. we did. First year was... Oh, we missed Piercy for the 10 Was that games. a spoon year? No, we never got the spoon. I think we might have finished 14th or 15th. They got spoon yeah. 2009 and then yeah. they made the so final. It was 15th, I think. And then you, yeah, maybe and you flipped it around big time. And then we time. went to second. 
Yes. Mm. Yeah, fin- yes. we'll finish the minor premiership second. And we're playing really good footy. Uh, when won the first final against Brisbane. I don't know if you remember when Latrell scored that freakish try, palmed off a few blows. And no, I don't. Beat the fullback. And it, like to, to win the but, game. Yeah, yeah, okay. At nine at eighteen years old or something, whatever he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then versus the Cowboys in the prelim. And that was the year that Thurston was out. But and Morgan, Morgan was had ripping. the tear, absolute tear of the yeah. back end of the season and yeah. Just lost that game. And then I remember they got like, fucking pumped in there in the final. Yeah. Relatively yeah, they speaking. They the got storm, the storm yeah. pretty much just fucking put Fuck off, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, is Dave's, he a uh, yeah. he's a Storm he's a New or? South Wales born and bred Queensland and Storm fan? So a fuckwit. There's a lot of problems there. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a, too many to count. All problems, all problems. I don't see any solutions no, there at all. No redeeming qualities. No, no. Well, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy, and you get on with him pretty well. But <laughs> I mean, a lot of question marks, mate. Yeah. A lot yeah. of question marks. Why did you leave the Roosters? Did they like tap you on the shoulder? Was it like, or did you did the Knights come in and start throwing around big bickies? Yeah. So what happened was, I actually re-signed with the Roosters after my first year of grade. So it was for twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen as well. Mm. So I was still under contract with the Roosters, and then when sort of got, I wasn't like playing a whole heap. I was still in the side every week, but. It was like 20 minutes some weeks, mm. yeah, 40 minutes some weeks. And I just felt like I was probably – and I rushed it, I think. I probably shouldn't have left. I should have just waited and – Well, they won two comps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And – but, like, just more from a footy development thing too. Yeah. Yeah, and I just felt like I was ready and wanted to go somewhere where I could start. And we'd sign – Luke Keery, so like Luke Keery and Piercy were the halves, and then we just signed Tedesco, so like my other position fullback wasn't going to play there. Mm. And yeah, went to the club, and they were like, nah, you're not going, we're keeping you. Is there an element just quickly there with that of like, you, you know, you were like 21 or whatever at the time, and obviously you want to be the half or you say fullback, of like a pride thing of being like, I should be starting. I need to start, like, bench. I don't want to be playing off the bench, even if it is. Is that sort of what you mean a little bit, where you're like, maybe I should have just fucking grinded a bit harder? Yeah, 100%. It's definitely a pride thing. And probably just, like, getting a little bit far ahead of myself. I felt like I got a bit far ahead of myself, like, where I was at. Uh, But, yeah, like, it's something that it probably took me a couple years with that Newcastle to then just, like, be happy with playing, you know. Mm. Like I'm still living the dream that I've yes. that I've always had. But and like nowadays, the utility position is so important. Yeah, and it just took me a while to actually see the value in that, and not just be like, oh, I want to start, I want to yeah. play 80 minutes every week. And that was my mindset. And then that's why I, I went to the Knights. I could come between the Tigers and the Knights when Ivan was at the Tigers. Yeah, so I, I was close to going there because. He's a pretty handy coach, but yeah, yeah. Would have been, but he, but he wasn't there dramas, for long. Hey, if I went, <laughs> you got to be, you got to be a fucking magician. When did you and when did you realize or come to the realization of like, oh, maybe I did go a bit early. Like maybe I should have like stayed a bit longer at the Roosters. Was that an immediate thing when you got to the Knights, or was it like just as you got back to the Roosters almost? Like when do you reflect on that and have that realization? Yeah, it wasn't immediately. I reckon the first two years. 
are still sort of in that mindset. And then that second year, I'd played. So we'd started the year at fullback, um, and then I got injured. And then when when I come back, I played five eighth. And then when I come back to Oh, and then Denny Levi got injured, and then I ended up playing nine. So all in the one year, I went from fullback to five eighth to playing hooker. Yeah, and then at that point, I realized like it's pretty important to be able to cover all these multiple positions, and um, more so like team success mm. became more important than just like me wanting to be a starting player. Yeah, and then once Adzi came in, and he was like, "I want you to play thirteen. I want you to play nine then I need you to be able to play like every other position. Mm. But <laughs> every other position. Yeah, every other position. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to be like in our side every week and, you know, like really sort of value, valued that position. And, yeah, for me, then we started going better as a football side. Mm. And I was like, I don't really care if I'm starting or not anymore. As long as we're winning games and yeah. I'm contributing, I'm, I'm happy. It's funny how like – you know, as a 21-year-old, you just think you're going to be the best half in the yeah. world. But then, was that a nice feeling when it sort of dawns on you like, oh, I'm actually like incredibly fucking valuable because I can play basically every position on the park well. Yeah. Like you st- you came up as a fullback, you came up as a 5'8", you can play them, you can play hooker, you can play in the back row, play centres. Like, is that a nice feeling being like, I'm indispensable in a way? Yeah, it's a good feeling for sure. Uh, like, and I just like being able to, help the team out in that way too but also to be able to play different positions is cool because it like changes it up all the time to be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah it keeps it fresh keeps it fresh keeps it exciting but yeah like you just never know where you're going to end up but I like also playing 13 and like having that as the primary role you know and is that in the new rules the 13's become a bit more of a nimble I mean, it's not a hot boy position, but it kind of is these days. I feel like the 13... A lot of hot people playing There's 13. a lot of hot people playing lot 13. A lot of hot people None hotter 13. than the man sitting in front of us, obviously, but... <laughs> but there's a there's some pretty fucking hot 13s. some pretty hot 13s getting around. Is it's that part of it? Heaps, hey? It's changed completely, right? Like, it's yeah. it's now, you know, you need to be basically a 9.5, 10 out of 10. Fuck what you can do with the football. You need to be hot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that must have been nice when you go, oh, shit, they're starting a 13s becoming a hot point. Doesn't hurt if you're from Dubbo either. A couple of, couple of good Dubbo 13s running around. <laughs> yeah. Some hot Dubbo 13s. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to Isaiah. Good man. Friend of the show. Um, but, yeah, so the 13 position generally has, like, it's it's sort of changed up a bit. Was the, the, the back end of your Knights career, because we had a dude that used to, we used to do a betting show with, uh, Michael, who's a fucking massive Knights fan, he used to Big get fan, like, eh? Loves dude, him. he used to just be like fucking ropeable. <laughs> that, that you're you on the bench. That you're on the bench. And he'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And again, I don't know what your relationship with Adam O'Brien is, but there was no stauncher anti Adam O'Brien. He needs to know, like, and it was almost down exclusively to the fact that you weren't starting. Well, he, he, you were his, he, you were often his first uh, point every week. Like, he couldn't understand why you weren't starting. Like, it drove him almost to Mad. insanity. Yeah. Like, he would come in purple with rage and just go on these fucking tirades. Like, he'd do them on camera and they're funny, but he'd be doing them. Yeah, yeah. One, was, as soon as he got there the and show. as soon as he left, like, he just he couldn't drop it. And and there was no bigger point than you being on the bench every week. No. Which I also thought was a misjustice. But did that, yeah, did injustice. that become, was there anything about that period where you were, did you think that you should have been starting? Did that become a frustrating, was that a frustrating moment of your career, that period? 
Or no, not really? No, not really. Because of think, all the things you just said. Yeah, I think because my perspective had changed on it and I just wanted to do what was best for the team. But I did also know that I could start at 13 too. That was like, I probably finally worked out what like my best position was and the best way I was suited for the team as well. But that would change week to week purely on who we're versing usually. So if it was like a big pack, as you would say to me, I'm just going to start you off the bench this week. Right. But then I would come on and play 60 minutes straight, you know, after, go on after the sort of stings taken out of the mm. game. Yeah. No, nah, it wasn't It wasn't frustrating. Like, I was happy to do it, but I also did enjoy starting. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah, that sounded political. <laughs> Finished it off with going, yeah, I really yeah. like to start. He's my kid. Yeah, you know, he's my guy. Not just hot. No. Um, you don't You don't say that often. No, you don't. Brains <laughs> and looks. No, no, brains and looks. You don't say it. And can sing, triple threat. <laughs> Could sing. Could sing. Yeah. Now back to a double threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could sing. Yeah, could sing. I could can't sing. show you, unfortunately. No, no, that's all right. No, but we've heard. Stories. We believe you. No, no, wait, we no, believe absolutely. you. Did you? Was the again further to the fucking point? Not to bring up fucking the old Rain Man again. R.I.P. Metaphorically speaking, he's still alive. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's alive. He's alive. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's getting worried. No, no, no. He's he's still alive. Um, but when they didn't re-sign you. How was that? How did you feel in that moment? It was... Or did they offer you... They made you they an did. offer. Oh, they did make an offer. Yeah, yeah, they made they an, offer. an offer. I apologise. I take that back. It's okay. But what? how did that all happen? What What was the go there? Yeah, so I... How the fuck they let you go? Let me put it that way. Well, my intentions were to stay. Like, that was... All I wanted to do was stay in Newcastle. But I'd recently uh, parted ways with my manager. And my whole thing around it was like... I'm going to stay in Newcastle. Probably don't need a manager. Like, I'm close enough with these guys. I'll just go and sort the deal myself. And then I sat down with them, and the offer wasn't near where what I th- what I thought it was going to be. And I wasn't mm. asking for anything. I just thought I was asking for my value. Can I ask this? Was it less than what you were on yeah, already? Yeah, so it was less right, than okay. what I was on already. <laughs> and I re-signed that deal when I had a snapped Achilles. Okay. So when I've gone in there and they offered me that, I was like, oh. How do they do that? Do they push like a bit of paper across a desk? Like, <laughs> yeah. is it like you that? <laughs> like, <you> go, <laughs> or do they verbalise it? Like, was it come through so an like email? a bad bill, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. oh. Here's your bill, so open this. We'll leave the room yeah. and give you a moment to consider your options. How does it, how, is it, like, is it verbal? What is it? Yeah, verbal. So verbal. he was like, this is what I'm thinking. And I was like, oh, that's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> Do, are you in the moment responding in, in, in kind? Like, are you going, what? Yeah. Or are you going, like, in your mind? Are you just thinking it? Nah, so I thought it, but then because I'm representing myself, I have to say it too. <laughs> 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 Fuck, that manager's coming in. He want to yeah, come yeah, in real yeah, handy right, right now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have got rid of him. Yeah, so then I was like, I'm not really happy with that. Like I said, I said like it's less than what I'm on now, and I re-signed this deal when I had a snapped Achilles. Like, mm. you know, thanks for you guys for signing me when I had a snapped Achilles. But also, like, I'm not asking for anything more than I think what my value is. Mm. And yeah, then I was like, if you guys can't come up to where what I'm asking for, then I I'm just going to go and have a look around. And like, my first preference is like, I want to stay here. I don't want to leave. But I'm gonna go have a look around to see where my market value is at, at least. That's mm. yeah, and then that sort of ended up on the path of. What do they say when you say that? They're like, yeah, sweet, go have a look. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty good with it. To be honest, Phil Gardner had always said to me like, "Go 
find out what your value is if you want, like just so you're happy. Yeah, like re-signing here. Yeah, because you're re- representing yourself, you just like are you on the blower there. Yeah, I had to get on the blower, which was a bit <laughs> weird. Hi, it's Watsons and Sons player management. Uh, Connor Watson here, just wanting to talk about my player Connor Watson. Uh, <laughs> he's fucking good. He's really hot. He's really yeah. good. Really hot. Face of the club sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, not looking for anything crazy. Uh, just been lowballed out the ass by the Newcastle Knights. Can play all over the park. Um, he'll do a job. Oh, he'll do a job. He's a team first sort of operator. Yeah, blue eyes. Yeah, nah, nah, not blue. Not blue. blue. Are they green? Hazel, maybe. Hazel, open those things. <laughs> Bro, they're blue as fuck. Nah, Am I wrong? Maybe it's oh, I light. can't see from here. Dave, can you have a look can at his eyes? Can you just get in there and have a look at his eyes for us? Yeah, oh, Hazel's are pretty good. Yeah, yeah we'll just say. I mean, the same as the color on your shirt. I will say that I assume you do know the color of your eyes better than I do, but I've, you know. Yeah, that was bold from you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was bold. That, it was, it was no, like, they're definitely blue. Well, fuck. I don't think yeah, they are. So Connor, I mean, you know, I've met you twice. in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they have. Well, I've met mm. you twice, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. Your eyes are blue. But is that, who, who do you get on the blow to? Obviously, you go through the old contacts. Yeah, Roosters are obviously is probably first port of call. Did you? I call? thought you were thinking of going overseas, wasn't there? Yeah, some yarn? so win a man of steel. When I was first at the, you'd win a man of steel. Yeah, 100%. you would. You'd go over there and win a man. You'd of win steel one with that playing again straight away. <laughs> They'd give it to you. Be good. It actually, like, I'd still love to go over there at some point. Yeah, do that. Catalans is fucking. Catalans, I can see you there. Catalans, but so who do you, who do you get on the blower to? Yeah. So what happened was uh, one of the assistant coaches at the Knights, Christian Wolf. Uh, from to- Samoa Tonga. 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 Yeah. Yes. And went to St. Helens and coached yep. there for like three years, won three comps. Pretty good strike rate. Not nice. a bad strike no, rate. Okay. So he was had been there for a year and then he rang me and just sort of said, Um, what are you what are you doing? Like what's what's your plans? And at the time, like my whole mindset around it was I was coming back from Achilles, so I was just sort of like stoked to be playing again. And I was single at the time and I thought like, you know what, it could even be a good opportunity to go over, play for St. Helens for a couple of years, like win a couple of comps, hopefully, which yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. without me. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I would have went there and they wouldn't have won. <laughs> Dramas, but um, <laughs> yeah, that would have been tough. Yeah. And then um, I was like, then I can just go over, like experience a bit of like a different culture for a couple of years and come back to the NRL because I was still young enough and um, then started playing like a bit more footy and was then starting to play really good probably the best footy I'd played in, in first grade and then I got on the phone to Robbo because he'd coached in the Super League before mm-hmm. and I just wanted some advice of him about what he thought of me going over there is he a was he always like someone you were able to lean on post Rooster's career, like as a mentory sort of vibe? No, but he'd always offered it. Like, yeah, I'd never taken it up. He could have been if you wanted it. Yeah, you didn't yeah, basically. It. And you know, even in our first conversation, he's like, "I would always do this for any of my players that um, you know have played under me and were coming for some advice." And he even said, like, in our first conversation, was. Basically saying, don't don't go. Like it's too early. The game's changing too. It's getting faster. The interchange and stuff like you're becoming more valuable. You know, th- there needs to be players like like you in the game. And um, 
And I was like, sort of jokingly, was like, well, you don't have a spot for me, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Sort of joking. And then he's like, yeah, sort of joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, um, well, I haven't been saying all these nice things just to pump pump your tyres up. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been thinking if we have the the cap space or whatever, and um, he's like, let me get back to you. But then he also said and was like, if you need any, I know you're managing yourself, if you need any intros with other people at other clubs, let me know. Like, think of some clubs. Fuck. So he's just a. He seems like yeah, a great he was dude, like Robert. So beast with it. Mm. And then I just went back to him a couple of days later, and I just said, "Look, to be honest, if I'm going to leave Newcastle, I'd probably only really want to come to the Roosters." Yeah. And then he come back to me a couple of days later and was like, "Yeah, we can get you a deal here." And um, then the nights, and then it just started to get a bit too complicated, like trying to deal with it all. So I did get. A manager to come on <laughs> yeah. and do like a one-off, a one-off fee. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, right. Which was cool. Uh, you know, like saves a lot of money too. But did that? Did the? Did it become overwhelming in the sense that obviously you'd never manage yourself? I don't know how much a player generally has involvement in their deals when they do have a manager. But did did you? Did it just become like? A thing where you went, oh, I actually don't want to fucking manage myself? Or do you manage yourself now? I still do. Okay. I still do. But it just became a thing of, um, yeah, like, it, there's too much, like, phone calls and the money and, like, trying to push people to get some more money here. Like, I don't really know where to, for them to try and find money or yeah. what else they can offer. And um, Is that, are you speaking to the way that deals are structured? So like yeah, yeah, it's the way not just a one-off fee. It's, like, made up in different areas or Yeah, exactly. Because there's, like... Well, the Roosters is, like... We're going to leave a bag of cash <laughs> underneath a swing set in a fucking well, double yeah. bay park. And I can't be seen to pick it up. I can't up, be so seen I to pick it up. To pick I need it up someone to go and get and it. So. You're going to find a Labrador uh, walking through <laughs> a park. You need to kill that lab, cut it open. There's 300 grand inside it. <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not shit like that. But shit like, um, like you know, there's club cars and they can find yeah value. Yeah, through, yeah, through yeah. Other ways. Um, yeah, and then... Can, can I ask again, like... Don't not divulging specific numbers and all that sort of stuff, but like what the knights offer you, which is less than what you were on, then the roosters are they are they doing better than what the knights offer you? Like so they're they're paying you more than what the knights have, or they're offering you more than what the knights offered you in that initial. They thing, they huh? came yeah they came I above. Just, I just said this is what I want, and then they were just like yeah cool, we can um we can do that, and then eventually. After I got the manager involved, the Knights come to what I asked. And then I was like, oh, my God. Isn't that interesting, though? Like, and I'm more talking to you because I know you don't want to talk any shit. But, like, a club like the Knights, like, no, a club like the Roosters, who are a storied history of ripping and tearing. And just, like, you're seeing how a club can fuck something like that. It's like, oh, well, this is what we'll offer you. And you're like, all right, well, the fucking best team in the competition is going to offer me this. I'm like, oh, so are we. I'm like, well, Hmm. it's a bit late for that. I mean, (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. And when that happens, right, you wanted to stay at the, new, uh, the Knights. They were your first preference. But then Robbo's come and he's offered good money or at least the money that you wanted. Are you then in a bit of a mental pretzel because you'd said you wanted to stay, but now... Or are you frustrated that now they can afford you? Bit of both. Yeah, a bit of both. And I think... Because this is when we're in the sunny coast bubble too. Oh, uh, yeah. So I was like away from home do, trying to deal with all this and then... The roosters were also staying in the same hotel as us. It's like seeing your new missus. 
Which was and, and did you walk past Robbie just wink at you? Yeah, well uh I had to go and meet him at some some point. So yeah. In the cubicles just passing notes under the shit <laughs> <laughs> to talk about it. Yeah. So that was weird. And then But but when you're making a decision like that, is it more about like what swayed you fundamentally at the end of the day? Was it like the vision that Robo puts in front of you. Is it like the, the club culture? Is it playing? Is you know? Is it the Roosters glamour club of the of the NRL? Like winning comps it? without disrespecting the Knights. Like there's more of a realistic chance that you will win a comp with the Roosters before the Knights win a comp. Yeah, that was that was the big one, I think. Mm-hmm. And you know, all those parts of what you said influence you for sure. Yeah, it was really just probably Robo's vision, and then also like who was playing who was going to the Roosters and, like, mm. what our roster was going to look like. You know, that was a big part of it. And it was it was such a tough decision because I loved Newcastle so much. Still, like, like the great place to live. Mm. Boys are awesome. Like, you know, obviously lived with Kaylin and Tex for a while, had the podcast, and then grew up with, like, the Safidi boys. So these are, like, boys that I've been, like, mates proper, with, mates with for, for a long, long time. And then, but I just got, I was like, I've only got, such a limited window to play rugby league mm. and I have this opportunity to like do the number one thing that I want to do which is win a grand final you know yeah. like that's what my biggest goal is it's like I feel like going to the Roosters is a better opportunity for me to do that mm. and yeah it was a tough decision to make it was hard telling the boys that's what I was about to say how, yeah, much, did, how, much, did, how much did the relationship with Kalen come into it because from an outsider even I who hate both clubs with a passion as a Manly fan, I'm like, fuck, you hate to see a bromance break up, don't you? You really I like it, it was, I think the nation wept a little bit. Collectively. Like yeah, there, was a, there was a collect, like a collective weeping. Just two hot boys fucking separated. Yeah, who shared a bed and you were like, yeah, you, know, this was, is... you know, we're splitting that double into a single now. <laughs> yeah, so. Top and tails no more. <laughs> like is that sort of, are we painting a pretty realistic yeah, just, picture? Yeah, a good picture. Did he ever now get I'm in your a ear? Bed, man. Was it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but was he? In, was is there? Do you do much of that? And especially when someone you're so close with certain players, right? Like, are you telling him what's going on? Is he like fucking stay? Like, is there any of that sort of stuff that happens? Or is it like, do you are you are you all pretty respectful of like we don't get into each other's business? Yeah, he he was pretty respectful to be honest. He sort of just said to me like, I guess that thing like do what you need to do. F- like for yourself, don't mm. worry about anyone else. Or like, you ever ask him to snap off a couple of hundred k from his contract? <laughs> like, I mean, I'll stay, bro, but you're gonna have to fucking yeah, ship in. Bump me up, yeah, man. bump me up, dude. bump me like, up. What the fuck are you gonna do with an extra hundred grand anyway? Mm. Well, probably a lot. But yeah, well, I mean, you ask, you gotta ask. Yeah, if you don't ask, you won't receive. Well, I didn't receive. No, well, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Yes, as they say. As they say, I think Jay Z. But said so, that. when did you tell him? Or did you go like one by one? Yeah, so I think first person I told was, so I'd made my decision and then I slept on it, spoke to mum and that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Roosters. They were pumped for me, like, because they knew how much I loved Robbo and how how good he was. And obviously... It's a huge fucking, like, it's a great place to go, right? Yeah. And it was the club that also brought me up, you know? Yeah. Which was cool too. So that they were frothing about that. And then... We did a podcast, Kaylin Crokes and I, and after it finished, we were like talking about it, and I was like, 
I've got to tell you something, boys. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I was like, oh, I made my decision. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to Roosters. And then <laughs> Kaylin just didn't talk to me for like an hour and just sat in my room and sat off me. <laughs> <laughs> Croaks is like trying to break the awkwardness. Yeah. Kaylin, right? Just sitting there like... <laughs> like when you... Trying to console with your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I still, <laughs> we can still be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still see you. Yeah. FaceTime, yeah, holidays. Yeah, all right. You can come visit with the dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, coming back to the roosters then, like, was that a, was, has it been refreshing? Yeah, it's been... Sorry, I just want to ask one more thing, just... Leaving the nights, like, was it was it all good, though, once it all got sorted? Like, everything was cool, like, you left and everything was sort of squared away. It wasn't, like, bad bloody. Nah, no bad blood. It was good, to be honest. The boys were... And then, like, so I had to tell Adzi. Mm. He was pretty good. good Do you boy. get on with him? Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he... What's he like as a coach? I, he seems like he gets a bit maligned. Like, there's... You know, certain perception of him generally. What's he? What are you as a player under him like? How do you find his coaching? Yeah, no, I loved him. I feel like he really simplified the game for me, like with the, you know the whole thirteen thing. And um, yeah, I played my best footy I'd played since I was twenty. You know, yeah, un- underneath him and the most consistent footy too. So yeah, no, I really really enjoyed playing for him. So that was like a tough conversation too. Yeah, um, and then. Then after that, once I told him, I messaged with like, it was like a little group chat with um, sort of the like leadership boys, and I just yep. said, "Can you just meet me in this room?" It would have so been like, way funnier if you just left the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that would have went down well. Yeah. Mate. We're in the middle of the year. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that timing wouldn't have been ideal. No. Yeah, so I was like, "Boys, can you come meet me?" So we all met in one of the boys' um, hotel rooms, and yeah, it was like. Ten of them sitting there. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving, lads." Are they like, cool? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were cool. They were cool. They were all good. They all understood. Um, that's footy, demo. right? Yeah. 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 It's part of it. Like people come and go. That's the whole. It's a business. It's the nature of it all. Yeah. But yeah. Everyone's used to it. It's not sort of shocking. Yeah. Yeah. There's not many one club players anymore. No. Beef and Menzies. Well, he's no longer playing, is he? Well, he's a great though. I just felt he like is. Well, he's a great example. He's a great example. Yeah, he is. Brett Stewart. Yeah, great example. Great example, obviously. Yeah. I was um, Cherry I was Evans. Daily. <laughs> There's a couple of examples. No, there obviously, are. you're not one a of lot them. Of manly, but, you know. A lot of manly plays there. That just was fucking unintentional. Cliffy Lyons. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twos. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, so back, but so like change, as good as a holiday. Back to the Roosters, like, is it, it's been nice, invigorating. Yeah, it's been nice. It's weird because. It's so similar to how it was when I left. Just I think because the core people in the organization are all still the same. Like mm-hmm. Robo's still there. Matt King was one of the assistant coaches when I left, and he's still one of the assistant coaches. Like, and then just all the office staff. It's a real family club. The Roosters, like deep down, with the way that the staff and the players, and then like even the office staff connect. Mm. Different to. I mean, uh, I can imagine what most clubs are like. It's probably pretty separate, the footy department mm. to the commercial. Mm. But at the Roosters, it's really sort of intertwined, just the way the whole office is and mm. everyone gets on. So it was cool to come back to that. And then obviously to be under Robbo again is 
is awesome. And yeah. I saw a training photo he put up the other day saying back at it. I saw Boyd in the background. Like, is it good having him around? Yeah, it's cool. Him and Friendy and Orbo, they're... Friendy and Orbo run the academy, so that like all the young lads, and then Boyd is, yeah, one of the assistant coaches. Is he going to go into coaching? Is that sort of what he wants to do? Um, I'm not exactly sure. Were you back playing there when he retired? Nah, I missed him. Okay, right. Yeah, so he retired the year before I came back. Okay, 20, right. 21. Don't know. Did we, did we mention the, that the Knights let him go? Did we mention Boyd? No, I don't we think didn't. we did. Old Bar, old Bar Boy. Old Bar, yeah. yeah old Bar Pirate. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's been it's been awesome to be back. Really cool. Just yeah, feels like home, you know. Yeah, yeah, nice. Did you have you noticed a change in like um, who like what boys are still there from when you were playing? Yeah, so I played with. I'm just trying to think. Teddy, uh, or did he come nah, to Teddy, Teddy came the year they won the comp? Yeah, the year I left. Fucking hell. Uh Kiri. Yep. Was the main one? Jared. Jared, obviously. Yeah. Lindsay. Yep. Uh, Joey Manu, and then Toops. Lot, Toops, and then a lot of those boys that I played twenties with have like come through now, which is cool. So like Satili, yeah, uh, Satili's ripping. Hey, Satili's a fucking Satili's a fucking. He's handful, a handful, a rugby bro. league handful. Mate, Satili, fuck. Yeah, he's Satilli. a cool dude too. Is he? Yeah. He seems cool. Yeah, Joey Manu. I saw a photo the other day on IG of like Satili, uh, Siwa, Siwa. Joey, someone else, and like it was all these boys sitting there, and I don't know where they were. They were just sitting somewhere, lax and having a good time. I think it might have been the Glass Island. Where the fuck's that? That in sounds in awesome. The that sounds like a level on like a Super Mario or some shit. The Glass <laughs> the Island. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! But not to be re- not to be confused with the island. Yeah, different, different islands. Yeah. But Joey, uh, sorry, sorry, no, not Joey. Suali, Suali, or Suali? Is it Suali or Suali? Yeah, Suali, Suali, Suali. He looked, again, like we're talking to a man who's paired physical prowess with sexual appeal, right? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> sure. Suali'i has got the same thing going. And in amongst a fucking throng of throbbers, he's sitting there looking as hot as anyone I've ever mm. seen. And it's like, I'm 18 and I don't, I don't think I realise how attractive I am yet. I was like taken aback by it. Is he a humble dude? Very humble. And he's tall too. So that's a... He's fucking humongous. What is he, 6'6"? Six, six? Six oh, five, yeah, about around Toops' height. However big he is, yeah, tall as fuck. I think is the some, official Dior's height. getting us some numbers. Geez, we're lucky with our wingers. Yeah, dude, you got some big. Boys. You got some some seriously big, big boys. They love carrying the footy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Which, for fun. Man. Yeah, yeah, which is all I I that turns me on. Mm-hmm. Seeing a winger prepared to get in there and fucking chuck a bit of seed. But Su- Suoliti had one of the great years. Like, is he was that? What was that like witnessing? He's one of the like, next big things rolling yeah. to town. Because he was, he was like, he's, you know, his earmarked is like, uh, some people say the most prodigious talent ever produced. And then it's sort of like, they go through that signing process, then it stalls almost for like a year or two where they sort of find their feet, so to speak. Mm. He's, like last year, he's announced himself to the world. Like, did he, did he change in any way? Like, has his manner changed? Uh, nah, he's so cool. Like, yeah, that's... For a kid that come with such a big rap, he like works as hard as anyone I've seen. So, I think he, I think he knows, sort of like, without like being arrogant or anything, he knows like how good he is or like mm. what he's capable of. So he's not going to waste it, mm. which is pretty. It's like almost Sunny Bill esque. Interesting. Imagine well, him in eight I mean? years, yeah. mate. 
Like, That's the thing. He's fucking humongous already. Like, obviously, he's did tall. He, did he just I mean, turn like, 18 or 19? 19, I Just think, turned 19, yeah. yeah. Debuted when he was 17. <laughs> yeah. He reckons he was at school like a normal kid. Debuted, goes back to school. Kids are asking for photos and autographs and that. Dude, isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> that would be, so, <laughs> be weird. so weird. It'd be so weird. Imagine going, imagine putting your blazer on. On Monday. After you just, yeah, you just scored like a hattie for the Roosters. Like, you know? Oh, yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, you've got a detention. You didn't finish your assignment. You're like, fuck off. I don't care. But I'm sure he wouldn't because he's a humble guy. Whereas I'm a prick. But it's it's interesting to see, like, because you see players come through that are highly touted that either don't necessarily fulfill their potential or maybe they struggle early on. Someone like Jackson Hastings, for example, is someone who's always been highly touted, but, like, for whatever reason, you know, he's had sort of some ups and downs, but also, like, shown the that he's clearly a, a good player. Do you – now as a as a tw- an old guy, 26-year-old, but, you know, you've played like – you know, you're, you're an NRL player now. You know what I mean? You're not a new player. You're not a rookie. You're a fucking established NRL player. You've tripled the average. You've tripled the average, which is 42 games. Shout out to Denon Kemp, uh, who may have just Did he beaten play 42? It. I think he played it. He might have on played one over or one less. On the nose. But we don't let him yeah. forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the beak. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see players come through and maybe if they're starting to get a little high on their own supply that you need to, like, either do you mentor any young kids or anything like that? Or do you feel like you impart any wisdom on how to be hot and successful? <laughs> So to ask a serious question yeah. and finish off with Let's a fuck deep. with yeah Let's yeah get deep. Um, yeah it's definitely important to try and mentor and like take some young kids under your wing for sure mm. I think the best example of it is like Jared Ray Hargraves yeah as he does as, that as good as he is like he's brought like Lindsay and stuff yeah he is absolutely like and it was hard because he used to s- just smoke Lindsay and just toughened him up to be like yeah this big big dog that he is now like Lindsay's a big he's, train he's a freight dude, train dude he's humongous but I was well. walking behind him the other day like or like I was running and he was walking in front of me he'd been like going from training over to wherever the headquarters are and I was blown away at how fucking big he is mm. he's enormous mate has anyone at training likened him to one of the monsters in the uh, original <laughs> well the well not Space one Jam. of them the well, one that he looks like. Well, no, I know, but I mean, he looks like a monster from the original. He looks like the guy with the big long neck. Does anyone has anyone brought that up? No, but thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be using it. Let him know, and yeah. it's like I mean, it's meant as a sign of respect, one hundred percent. But he's a monster. That's all I'd say, and I think it's important that. And the monsters, mate. The pretty put it this way: the monsters were fucking hard to beat. Almost impossible to beat, except for MJ. Take MJ off that well, yeah, field. Yeah, you need the greatest player court. of all time. The Monstars aren't fucking, you know what I mean? No one can beat the Monstars except no. Jordan. So yeah. it's a compliment. No, it is a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you, you and the and Croaks and, and Kalen did the two five seven collective podcast. That's is that done? Are we is that is that a wrap now? Are we wrapped up on that. What's where are we at? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. We we did like an episode not that long ago. It was like a... Did you do it at Bloke? Yeah, at Bloke. Yeah. yeah, which was pretty cool. So Den- Denon's like the best, you guys know. Yeah. He's just said to us the whole time, if you want to do anything, just let me know and I'll let you sort of use the studio. And I reckon it'll probably be something that we might just do like one a year, you know? Yeah. One a year and then maybe... Get one, together and catch up. Yeah, one day maybe when we're like retired. 
to mm. do something. But what was the reason for starting it? Is that some, like how much of that of a consideration for that sort of shit is like post careery, like you know, doing other things? Because you guys, in a short period of time, became like you know, like you got quite big. What was it? Just for a, a fucking giggle to start? Yeah, it was because COVID had happened, mm. and they told us footy was off for the year, and then like we we're in lockdown. We just were looking for something to do, eh? And we'd always joked about starting the podcast. And then Kalen was like, bro, I just bought two mics. <laughs> I was like, sick. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. And then, yeah, it started. We had the worst little mics. Like, <laughs> had them up on a shoebox to get them like, near our yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, we've been there. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, it was good fun, though. And then, yeah, after probably about 10, we're like, let's just properly do it. Level up. So, were you releasing that first 10 or were you just doing them for fun? No, we really we yeah, right, them. right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, they're they're awful. I can't listen to them. We mate. deleted our first seventy off the internet. Really? Yeah, because we couldn't trust what was on there. Like we were we, like, we don't. We didn't know have it. the we didn't have the time to go through them, but we were also like, when you were just we were a bit more carefree with how we spoke, spoke about about everything about everything <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you just go, you know what? It's just easier if we remove just fuck them. them off. We we tease we tease the audience around like, oh, they might be released. Maybe. To be day. honest, the fact that we've been able to scrub the internet of anything in today's age is a... Well, we it's because, no one, it's because it. no one listened to us. No, I know. We were obviously 30... It's because, you know... 30 listens-ish. Yeah, yeah, and it was on SoundCloud, yeah. and no one cared. Still, no I one think could scrub anything. No one had, the, no one had the, the vision to download them. No. Because they could have us over a barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... But so did you enjoy doing it? Is it is that something you want to do post-career? Is that like anything, you know, in that sphere? Or is it just like it was enjoyable for a time and it's it's it was what it was? Yeah, it was awesome. I, I loved it. I would still do it now, like if if we could, but it's just kind of... Circumstantial. Yeah, circumstantial and a bit hard to get all three of us different schedules and, mm. yeah, you, you know, the drill. But, yeah, it's definitely something I'd be keen to do, like post-footy. I started, I did like... A little bit with SEN last year. Mm. Radio uh, appeals to me too. Mm. But I'd more so like to do like just the normal radio, not so much just the sports stuff. Oh, yeah, like talk you about everything. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Talk about the hot topics. Yeah, mm. what are you what A little are you bit into? of Bo Ryan about you, mate. A little bit, yeah. What are, you, what are your hot topics? Right. Bowie's killing it. Yeah. Killing it, mate. He's yeah. a good man. Killing it. Yeah. But so have you got some hot topics? Like what sort of, what are you into outside of sport? What do you, what do you, you know, distract yourself with? What do I distract myself with? I um yeah like I love technology. Okay. Yeah. What sort of technology? I bought an iPad the other day. Did you? Did you? I did and you kept I kept that quiet. Guys, guess what? No, because you're not a big technology guy. No. That's why. Well, That's... to be honest, it's in between podcasts. I probably very well have bought it. I might have bought it up. But I did get an iPad. It's huge from you. Have well, you worked out how to use it? No, that's, no, that's the thing. I sort of like, I started trying to install shit on the end. I don't know how to fucking... I don't know what you're doing. Like, I'm trying to get my fucking different accounts connected. And I'm just oh, like, you know. So you're a tech guy though. More so like, like for example, Neuralink. Neuralink. Oh yeah. yeah, Elon. Yeah, like these are the hot topics I like to discuss. Okay. And like Dude, I, you'd be a fucking, you'd fit in well on our Thursday podcast. You would. Yeah. You'll have to come for a Thursday. Yeah, you're coming for a that. Thursday where we don't talk any sport. We just talk all we'll fucking. Lo- we'll, let, we'll lock that in. Any conspiracies and stuff too? Oh, yeah, mate, dude. Nothing's, yeah. nothing's yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing's off. Nothing's dude. off limits, bro. Yeah. Nothing. Like, yeah. Neuralink sounds crazy, though. It kind of yeah. scares me a little well, bit. Well, like, but he got, Elon got me going with it when he did that example. He's like, if you take a phone away from, like, you know everything with someone you're 
if you've got a phone in your hand, now you know nothing, now you know everything, now you know nothing. He's like, the only difference between having a phone and having something in your brain is like bandwidth. Yeah, but it's in your fucking yeah, brain. Yeah, but like, dude. but it's, it's, you're Googling it anyway. Right, but that's, and it, again, it's I'm not, not, a, I'm not, it's I'm not, not a crazy, it, but I'm like, I don't need to drill a hole in my head with the phone. But if you say to some kid who spends all their time online, they're like, fucking oh, sign me up. What you do know? you think? Are you, are you pro Neuralink? Yeah. Or are you Wigan? I like the idea of it because I'd like to live multiple lives and remember them. You know what I mean? Hold on. No, I don't know what you Because you can, he's, he's talking like down the line, you can upload your consciousness. You can become, oh, okay. You, you can be, get like a new body and Right, whatnot. but then we get into the very fucking, you know, touchy area of what makes you human. And if I upload my fucking consciousness to the internet and now I'm in a new hot body, say a Connor Watson lookalike, <laughs> yeah. am I still me? Or am I me now with a six pack well, well, and a fucking I, chest that well, won't quit? Well, can I put? Can I? Can I suggest this to you? Maybe that's what that is. That is right now. We could be in a simulation. So that you're might saying not be that your I body might, at all? I might be in my ideal body right now because I well, want to talk to whoever I was before this, and well, we can go. What did you sign us up to, bro? All I'm saying is you might like you might have had your memories erased and new ones put in. Like you don't know. Well, of course, but if I'm, I'm if I'm going to enter into something willingly, I want to fucking know. The Listen, states. put it this way: if you could, if you <laughs> Thursday podcast, yeah, if we'll you work. could pick your own avatar, I reckon more people are picking yours than his. <laughs> <laughs> Just as like a hunch. Yeah, no, that's look. It's it's offensive, but it's fair. I'd it's like fair to take to your height though. Well, okay, so maybe that's it. We splice my height, and I'm not even that tall. He's, but, t- he's yeah. shorter than me. So well, by really? yeah, 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 yeah. But I, pre- you know what? I present <laughs> taller. Yeah, I present taller, which yeah, I think is all that matters. Do you have a long torso, or something? dude? I think it's the <laughs> breadth of my shoulders. Actually, they're so broad that you go, "This guy's a giant." Whereas, really, I'm actually a poofteenth shorter than you, but I'm actually just like the broadest guy you've ever seen. We've got. Yeah, well, yeah. Ah, that's, that's he broke. A, that's a, yeah. I've just seen that. Too yeah. much, the hey. support thing in his chair is broken. And like he and I know for a fact he plays on that because like when we do the bloke podcast, I just see him <laughs> up in his fucking stool of it. I'm oh, like, you are on, unbelievable. You, 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 don't think I'm, you think I missed that, didn't you? Are you taller? <laughs> you're taller than me by like half an inch. I'm taller. There you are. Which is why you always try to present taller. No, I just do you know present taller because of my physicality. You can't help raw physicality. <laughs> I you try to can't. present tall. But you don't need to... Pre- I get it, but you don't need to present Your first grade has played 125 games yeah. or whatever. And like... You, you don't just, need to present tall. Like, i tell you what else. I not, was, not now. You will when you retire. No, once no you retire, you'll you need yeah. to present taller and we'll look at some platform shoes. Some like we can work. shoes at home. I obviously... Some pumps. Didn't come prepared today with pumps. the bands, but... No, not pumps, but you can get shoes where like... The queen lifts. Stuff. Is it all lifts. the little heel lift thing? Yeah, they look like... Yeah. You put them... You, they're like... Um, they look like they're for orthopedics or whatever. Yes. Or you get some Cuban heel boots. There's you know options. I mean? There's You've got options. options. Yeah, you got options. What are you... What, how tall are you? Uh, six foot. Yeah, there you go. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Look, I let it go. I let it go. How, how tall are you, boys? I'm six foot. Six one. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah, no, no, it is. Oh, it's mate. You cross that I threshold. Get, I actually get dizzy up here because the air's fucking. <laughs> you cross that threshold and the and the air is. I'm basically sweet. living at altitude up here. It's bizarre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't get that problem. So no, no, no. It's all good. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mate, thank you very much for coming on. It's been great to yarn with you. Thank you. Had a um, me, boys. And and genuinely, you're very welcome on a thir- Thursday pod anytime where we can just we get stuck into some random shit. Yeah, would love to have you. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'd love. To, I'd absolutely, absolutely love to come. Is there any other tech shit? Neuralink is interesting. Before we let you go, but like, I mean, 
you, we, you basically said Neuralink and then we took over the conversation mm. and we didn't really let him speak at all. Is there, like, how'd you get into Neuralink? Like, how is this side of your life? I reckon been? it was like Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah You're a Rogan man? Yeah, I'm a Rogan man. I actually listen to it, like, before I go to bed. So do I. Yeah. It helps, helps calm the, uh, Head noise. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Anything yeah. to distract from my mind fucking paying attention to itself. Let's have some Rogan on. But yeah, any of those um topics. There's yeah. obviously some other Joe Rogan topics that uh probably can't discuss, but sure. No, nah, well, not while the mics are on. Yeah. Um well mate, thanks again. It's been lovely to talk to you. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Fuck the roosters, like with the greatest respect, obviously. Like we appreciate you, but, but we want you to do well. We want you to do well. But we want our team to do better. I appreciate that you put the respect on it. Yeah. Yeah. With like the I, greatest respect, fuck the Roosters. <laughs> like, I, we want you to have the best fucking year of all time. Yeah. Dally M. If Unless Tommy's it's, not, if yeah, like obviously Tommy like, coming back. But, like, everything that you could possibly achieve outside of a premiership, Unless something, you know, catastrophic happens to Manly, like, we just wanted all the best for you. Yeah. Thank you, boys. And we mean that. that. That's a, no, we genuinely mean that. We do. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>